0: Welcome to the Chick Foley Show.
1: What is up, Foley Fam? We are back from Backlash Weekend. I think the showdown in Puerto Rico exceeded all of our expectations, and we're going to discuss every match and where we go from here in the WWE, along with some discussion of our dearly departed Nitro stage. But before we go any further, let me introduce the star of the show, Sheena. How are you doing?
0: Doing good. I'm a little bit um, worn out. We just came home from what was arguably our, our hardest fought. It wasn't summer.
1: arguably. It was by far, like there wasn't even <laughs> the closest game we had for this was a seven to four. It wasn't even really that
2: close.
0: So definitely our hardest fought uh, soccer victory of the year. So um, it, it was a close call. We were uh, we were outmanned because, ha- you know, we had some absences on our team. Sickness took us down um, and uh,
1: it was hot. and But the kids fought through the kids Heart fought of a through. champion. Yeah. And coach
0: going. Coach Hill has been here. Freaking uh, I was let, coaching let my ass off.
1: Most of the time I can just roll the ball out there, but. We yeah. were making adjustments. We were being real tactical on our our water breaks and our subs. And that last four minutes, it was tied up. I was just I had the boys around me, had them ready to go. So. Yeah, I
0: was the valet down at the goal, just freaking, you know, <laughs> cheering them on, cheering them to victory. You're like, come on, go get them, guys! You know, this is like five and six year old soccer. But uh, yeah, it was it was great. We won, kept the streak alive. Yeah. so I'm a happy girl.
1: Two two more games this season, and it'll be back to back undefeated seasons. But enough about that, Marco. What's going on up in?
3: Ah, i mean uh nothing but uh losing that's pretty much it (laughs) that's all that's happening (laughs) over here but no other than that everything's good man i know uh we haven't done this in a while weather's weather's getting great over here 70 degree weather real
0: nice keep uh true I guess we could we could talk about the weather every once yeah. in a while now that we're you know we're, we're full fully blown into spring we're not having m- we're, more of those cold like we straight into
1: summer man i feel like we yeah, went from like a little bit of a rainy season uh, to straight up yeah, summertime yeah it
0: was like 80 it's 85 today and I'm just like holy yeah other,
3: other than uh the celtics uh eating eating tonight, i mean we're doing good <laughs> over here
0: i call- <laughs> I call I called the Celtics to win, so hopefully they uh you know it's not looking good for <laughs> yeah, the home team. James not.
1: Harden somehow transport hit the time machine back to yeah, 2018. He, uh, so
3: yeah, yeah, he did.
1: Yikes. Uh Jordan, man, what is going on out in the cornfields of Nebraska?
4: Oh, you know, just uh like Sheena said, I or Seth said, we went straight from whatever winter slash spring right into summer, cause yeah, it's been like eighty to eighty-five here like every day for the past week and I am not ready for summer. <laughs> I just yeah. am not, man. Uh, being a, big,
0: big dude season in summer. No, don't no, lie, no, they, do they don't. Like, it's like
4: dude. Once the temperature yeah. hits like seventy, I'm just sweating all the time. Like, is
0: get you a nice little a butt sweat, you yeah. know? Get some some. some Jordan, do you going. remember
1: when we went fishing after we got back from NWA Always Ready last year, yeah, it was and it was like standing degrees. on the surface of yeah. the sun? Mm-hmm. That was, that, that may be the hottest I've ever felt the outside temperature. That, that was, was not you know, enjoyable was at all,
4: dude. And we got down there and touched the grass and it was like, the grass was even on fire. It wasn't very much fun. We were cooking, dude.
1: Luckily the fish were biting that day. We each caught a fish in like a 90 second fishing trip. Uh, Sheena, let the listeners know what's new on the farm.
0: Um, So, you know, the garden again, it's, it's like May. So this is like full blown, like seedling season. So the garden's bumping. Um, I'm trying to think what else, uh, what else happened on the farm? It's been
1: a quiet week for the yeah. most part. We lost Marty. Yeah. That was sad.
0: Um, yeah, that's it.
1: All right. Remind the listeners where they can find you on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Most importantly, you can join our Facebook group. Um, and all the fun that we have over there at ChickFoley.com. Follow our Pod Foundation brethren over on Instagram at Pod Foundation. That's coming down the aisle, Extra Cooler Show, and the Turnbuckle Tavern.
1: Yeah, it's an easy way to... Uh, we Between me and Marco, we kind of stopped updating that account, but that's still the easiest way to quickly connect to all the... Various pages. I still like the hub. We'll, yeah. we'll blame the uh, the two bad chads, man, and the rest of the tavern crew. Dude, they just crank out the content too much, man. It's, impo- it's impossible to keep up with, right, Marco? <laughs>
3: uh yes, that, that is very true. Plus, I <laughs> plus I uh, would, I wasn't able to get in with the password for some odd reason. So Marco got, yeah, locked, he got out. locked out.
0: He got hacked on the podcast account
3: because got- if you attempt too many times, it like pretty much just locks you out. And I didn't want to you know, go and change the password on anyone, so
1: yeah i was running it at first and I it honestly like it, i didn't ever want to you know and we love the tavern man like it's that's kind of like their just the overwhelming amount of content they're cranking out is kind of like their trademark at this point yeah but on every platform. doing doing a, doing a post every show they put out yeah it was just it got to be too much and uh this was like right in the time we were moving last year so i i, I pitched the ball to marco and he kept it running for a little bit but like and i said it's, locked out. yeah it's still the uh it's still definitely the best hub for uh we're just connecting to all the different shows and all the amazing content that that we're putting out. Um, does anybody got anything they need to express feelings on before we get into the meat and potatoes of the show?
0: I don't think I'm good. Let's go.
1: All right, we're gonna pull a swerve this week. We're gonna kick off the weekend with the or with the show with the figure four, since really the you know this kind of put a black cloud over the start of the wrestling weekend. I don't know about you guys. I, I felt like I was going to crawl into bed and just stay there for the next two days when Friday <laughs> night came and went and the nitro stage did not get funded. Um, you know, you guys, I, I'll be the first to admit you guys were all right. I was wrong from the jump. All three of you guys said this thing wasn't getting funded and I was holding on hope and uh, it just didn't happen. Were, were you guys keeping up with this on Friday as the day progressed?
0: I was yeah. keeping up with it via via you, you know you were giving me the the update, so yeah, I was gently keeping up with it,
4: yeah, I think me and Seth had a was that Thursday or Friday that me and you had a long conversation. I'm pretty sure it was Friday um on the yeah, phone Friday. just yeah man I, I like Seth said, I did not have a good feeling about this from the start. It's just I mean it's a good effort the the stage was incredible we we all raved about that, it's just. Dude, when you're asking someone to spend $400, you got to bring the heat for the figures. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so they've done two of these so far and they've had to change things on both of them. Um, I I feel like they got to get a little bit more um, crowd participation in these as far as like, let us maybe vote for some figures or something like that. I mean, even if it ends up not being the figures we want, at least we had some kind of participation in it. I just feel like the you feel
0: you feel a little bit of ownership. Yeah, because I
4: mean, even it. with the new gen stage, like we all kind of had a problem with diesel being just the plain diesel being the first figure announced, right? Yeah, um, and everybody wanted the doink so bad, and that wasn't one of the first figures that they they rolled out with it. That wasn't one of the first goals. I just I, I feel like they're doing great work on these, but man, me and Seth talked about it the other day. Out of these five figures that they that they. Put in this. I mean, honestly, if I would have just got the Warrior and Steiner, I really wouldn't have been that mad about not getting the rest of them. I just, and then that sucks because those are Ultimate Edition figures and they take a lot of work, but I don't know. I just, there's got to be a better way. I just don't.
0: I don't remember with the new Gen arena, there being like such a, a negative feeling about it, even though it was like taking a little while to get funded and it took a while to get the ball rolling before it really just kind of like rolled across the finish line. People I, were
1: generally digging. People were gen- Yeah. There. People
0: were generally upbeat and happy about it, you know? And like, you know, there were uh, people were either like, Hey, I'm going to fund it or I'm not, but there wasn't like the negativity, like, you know, what the heck is happening here? And, um, I feel like, that negative vibe right from the jump when people were just kind of not excited about the figures and the tears and stuff really, really, really hurt the momentum um, going forward. Because, I mean, you know how it is, dude. You read, you read one bad review, uh, like, of a restaurant you're going to go, you're like, ah, screw it, we're not going to go there, right? So when you see all these people chiming in about how this isn't a good value or how it's too expensive or how the figures suck or whatever, there's probably a lot of people out there that may have you know, just been like, yeah, screw it, I'll, I'll go ahead and fund it. But because of, like, you know, groupthink they just kind of were like, uh, eh, I'm not going to do it, you mm. know? So I think the negative, I think the negativity really took a hit, um, on this.
3: Yeah, I totally agree. Marco, you had some thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said before, um, j- just the announcement of it, um, during all the an- other announcements that they had as well with all the other figures coming out down the line. Um, especially with this being WCW oriented and then, and them announcing a, uh, you know, separate lines for WCW and, you know, or the Monday Night Wars anyway. You know, they have the Elite line that's coming out, um, as well as the Ultimate Edition line. And, you know, you, you would think that, you know, the figures that are in those, you know, lines, you would put those with this. Um, you know, the denim, denim, uh, uh Scott Hall. Scott
4: um, Hall. the yeah. maybe
3: the Hulk Hogan in all black, the, you know, the Piper. Um, like, you know, I mean, obviously we have a, they have another Piper coming out, um, with the, the Coliseum collection and stuff like that. But I mean, it, it, it would, uh, it would kind of like behoove them to, you know, kind of think of the, the, the consumer in a sense and, and, and make those yeah. changes and make those pivots, um.
0: Well, even though people weren't super stoked about like the diesel, like there's not like a million diesel figures exactly, out there. Yeah. There's a million Hulk Hogan yeah. figures. And there's a million Ray Mysterio figures. And so that like, diesel
1: was a pleasant surprise. I think once everybody yeah, got yeah. it in hand, they were like, "Dude, this is a really, really nice figure, even if it's in a plain plainish style." Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like even
3: with the Piper, like you know the icon, the the icon Piper, like y- yeah, we, you There hasn't been an Ultimate Edition, so that's that's something that's a get right there. That uh, the Steiner, because Steiner, you know, he's he's new in the game, essentially. So him, the one, like maybe ones that you haven't seen, like the the first time around, Doink. You had Doink as the Ultimate Edition. You had uh, we are.
0: I think Doink. I think Doink single handedly like, saved the new generation. Yeah, they, I mean, what was
1: that Macho Man they rolled out? Yeah, oh, yeah, the the Macho Man yeah. But yeah. The, but it the, the Doink. Gave it Doink the. set the hook. Macho Man. There was, wrote yeah, there was yeah,
3: there was nothing. To, and I think I think this this time around was you know I think. When they're doing these, they should consider doing something different other than a stage or some type of set when it comes to rest. Yeah, I said so that like, too. I
0: said they should alternate. Yeah, it shouldn't, they should just they should do like a set and they should do like a set of figures. They should do a vehicle yes. and then go back to doing a, a set. I mean, the set was cool. I mean, no there's no denying that the that the actual stage was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, you know, back to back and then just having a, a stage with figures was you If know. they
1: want to uh if they wanted to take another stab at this down the line, I saw somebody on the WrestleFigs forums had a really creative idea that maybe you piecemeal this out on Mattel Creations. So you could have the actual entrance with the LEDs, you know, drop that for whatever the price is, 100 bucks, And then the rest of the setup with the ramp and the WCW letters and, like, the backdrop, you could pair those with figures, right? So, like, hey, we're going to do a new, you know, Mattel Creations exclusive Hollywood Hogan and when you get it, you'll get this piece, right? So yeah. you can spread it out over yeah. the course like, five set. or six figures. Like yeah, yeah exactly. A build a stage.
3: A while back, with, like the SummerSlam. Yeah, Slam. They the yeah you yeah. could do, like, the mm-hmm. um, the the...
0: Oh yeah, they had the had like heartbreak the, the hotel. Heartbreak set. Yeah, mm-hmm. so
3: yeah, that mean that's a good idea. I mean, I guess, but yeah, they definitely need to go back to the drawing board, um, for the next like big one, and, and not even that. Just like stay, like don't announce any figures. Like don't. <laughs> I know it's hard to do. Yeah,
1: just keep it an item. Like, yeah, you can't.
3: Yeah, it's it's asking a lot. Like especially like,
1: or maybe do one one can't miss figure is like the stretch goal. Exactly. Or yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. I I'm with you guys, man. I think the lack of a doink type figure is what really kind of just, you know, it really made this thing slow, slow out of the gates and just mm-hmm. never really recovered. I will say I, I know it probably wasn't, uh, you know, palatable to them to uh, palatable. Sorry, I put palatable. the emphasis, I put the the emphasis on the wrong. I was like, uh, is that a so word I don't
0: know? I was yeah. about to like, what does palatable <laughs> mean?
1: <laughs> I know it probably wasn't palatable to them to make uh, more changes after they've already, you know, shifted a bunch of stuff around. I think if they would have ran it through midnight on Sunday, I think this thing would have funded because we never got the big tidal wave like we got on the last day of the early bird special with the Nugent Arena. But, you know, I was checking it every 20 minutes on Friday around – Around about eight thirty Central Time, things started ticking up. Right, it had steady momentum. Every time I was refreshing, there was another, another ten, another twelve um, people backing it. But it was just—it was too little, too late at that point. But I think if they would have been yeah. running it throughout the weekend, um, you know, people got a little bit more free time and stuff. Maybe we could have could have gotten across the finish True, line. True, but, but I mean, but, a
0: lot of those same people that would have waited till the very last minute would have waited till the very last minute. You know, yeah. Like, at-
1: there's a point to that too. You're, yeah, that, that's a fair point, but. I I think it it sucks because it was I feel like we were a little bit closer than what the I think the final number was like thirty eight ninety four. I think we were a little bit closer than that number showed. But this thing was still kind of just saw it's a lot of issues from the start. And, and did Gina, a lot of
0: people did a lot of people were like um, like unback it over the course of there was
1: a little bit of that but not much uh, i i, I it, it was i don't think that was a big factor i think really the ultimate factor was the foreign collectors the oh, way yeah. mattel creations is set up with foreign orders they put the the tax and duty fee on the front end of it so like oh, yeah. i know yeah. i saw people in canada posting that they were having to pay almost 800 bucks for their the uk oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Dude. taxes shipping uk was yeah. crazy so that, that would have made a big difference um,
0: what were you gonna say though
1: uh i just you know i just wish this thing would have come out man i really think they could have made it work but that being said you guys are right you know there wasn't that do- that doink figure was the one that i'd still be thinking about if the mm-hmm. new gen arena wouldn't have got funded as much as i wanted this and i think i was a little bit more hype on this than most people um I, to be honest i haven't really lost any sleep or spent too much time thinking about it since the week's coming gone i yeah. just i am a little bit i'm bummed just that i feel like this is really gonna hurt some of the momentum for, uh, projects like this in the future. And so then I'll pose the question to you guys, where do you think we go from here with crowdfunds? Do you think there's any chance that my, um, uh, my $1,000 ultimate edition 30 man world <laughs> Rumble 1992 figure set? is going go right
0: <laughs> I'm not really sure about that, but I I'm with Jordan on the fact that they need to get some, some buy-in, right? Like, I don't think they should just like throw it out there and let all the marks, just like you know, start throwing ideas out there. But I think they should narrow it down and at least get some like buy-in. Like I said, because yeah. when you feel like you, you've you've contributed to something or you got some skin in the game, I think people take a little bit more ownership over it, and they'll be a little less critical. And when you take a little bit of ownership, you you defend it a little bit more vehemently, you know, with to, to people who may be naysayers. So
1: do the yeah, they need to do like the, the the ballot card. Don't do like fan choice where you're voting on like specific tires. Just yeah. Give us a list of like, you know, four or five potential proje- projects and just click the ones you'd be interested in. If you're interested in all five, click all five. If yeah. only one, click one. And they can use that to craft that. And then once you identify the project, same thing. What type of, you know, accessories or figures would you want to come with this set? And exactly. just like I said, it's crowdfunding. Let the crowd get implanted. And please just share it with the WrestleFigs forums and, and on like you know action figure attacks. Yeah. ig do not put it on WWE.com. Like the major dude. marks
0: group and stuff yeah. yeah yeah WWE.com is the absolute worst place to uh to share that kind of stuff
1: so it was two year a little less than two years between the new gen arena being announced and the nitro stage being it's announced been two years yeah. do you guys wow. we'll 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 put a bow on this thing we'll quickly go around do you guys think it's going to take 2 it'll, it'll be two years before we get another crowdfund option
0: uh yeah.
4: Uh I think it'll be next year at San Diego Comic Con we'll get another one. Mm, I'm gonna
1: go I'm gonna go two years. Yeah. I think uh, I'm with Jordan. I think at some point in twenty twenty four we get another option, but we'll see. It's definitely back to the drawing board because uh yeah, this one just it just didn't connect. All right. Uh, real quick, did anybody add anything interesting to their collection this week? I did not. I was completely dry this week. I don't think I. I, I got a, uh, the. I picked up the dual plated winged eagle. I was gonna say we got some that forbidden figurines uh, released, but other than that, um, nothing for me this week. How about you guys?
3: Nothing here. No, dry, dry over here as well.
1: Yeah, it's been it's a little bit of a dead period right now. All right, anybody got any other uh, figure related? Uh, news items of conversation they want to bring up before we move into backlash i don't nope. think so all right sheena TSF, off what was the first and well, let's just start off with the vibe first what did you guys think of uh of puerto rico i i, I love I, I the, the crowd that dude that drone shot that they figured out they did it on smackdown then they did it again yeah. to start off backlash that like that dope, just set dude. the tone man i don't know who came up with that or like, that was fucking awesome
0: yeah puerto rico was freaking lit dude like i i just man that crowd was hot the entire night they were hot for everything like they were singing along it was just it just felt good dude it felt good to see people that into wrestling you know what i mean like it just i don't know it, it really added to the show and enhanced uh what what could have just been like a you know bc level pay-per-view yeah. you know
4: yeah, the production of it was fantastic. The entrance, I, I think the the minimalized entrance is is awesome for pay-per-views because you can just pack more people into the arena. Um, I, I felt like mm-hmm. that was a an awesome, awesome thing to do. Kind of like what they used to do at the Garden where it was just like a really small entrance. Um, I, I feel like you just get more from that because the crowd can be all over the arena. They don't have to block off a bunch of sections for the entrance. So I thought the presentation of it was really cool. And it makes it different, man. Like it's like, yeah,
1: it's not the same as those big creative event specific sets we would get back in the attitude and ruthless aggression era, but it's still better than just seeing the raw and SmackDown stage set up for the pay-per-view, you know?
4: Yeah. And I I felt like that, that made this pay-per-view special too, was like, they just did their own thing. I mean, we obviously understand why they did it this way. They don't. They didn't want to fly all that stuff to Puerto Rico, but um, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know.
0: No, sometimes less is more, it felt,
4: man. It to me, it just made it feel way more special. Like we're all used to the huge arena or the huge uh, stage and all that stuff. To me, this made it feel way more special. Like it, it just felt like a way more intimate environment, and um, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really cool. Jordan, it ended
1: up being a pretty big hot topic of conversation <laughs> within the uh, the the Premium Foley Fam member Facebook group. We got to ask the We need a report. How was the grad party? <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, the grad party was good. I mean, um, yeah, it, this was just kind of a weird weekend for me. I mean, we'll talk about it later, but uh, yeah. it's just
0: Jordan. Jordan had a rough. Jordan had a rough weekend. Yeah, it just. But, uh,
4: I, but you didn't go streaking. No, I did, well, did not you? go streaking. But I mean uh we did have a a good time um ari got drunk enough to the point where she passed out on the couch at nine o'clock at night oh man um and yeah it was a it was a solid night that's that's what i'll say but i i did watch backlash so um yeah we can we can definitely discuss all right sheena run us through the card
0: um, so we opened up with Bianca Ber- Belair, Belair versus Io Sky, um, and I thought, dude, the the crowd was super hot for both women. But they, I thought
1: they were. I didn't think they, they were, were not hot for Io. They were
0: when she. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, when she came out, she got a she got a big pop she when she did. came out, and so did Io Sky. But you could clearly see that the crowd was behind Io, dude. They wanted Io to win that match. They were chanting her name. The match was awesome, you know, as we expected, dude. I mean that that press up overhead where Bianca had EO up above, and then she like went one handed with it. I mean, granted, she did kind of drop her on her face, but <laughs> it was still impressive <laughs> while, it it, look, while it was happening. Made it look more real, man. yeah. It had a little grit to it, you know. Had a little, uh, you know, uh, little botchery sometimes is good, but yeah, it was it was an awesome match, and obviously Bianca retained. But uh, yeah, it was it was awesome seeing good old fashioned EO Sky with her music back and the whole nine.
1: Yeah, EO's awesome. I, I I think she's right up there, top three or four women's wrestlers in the world. And this match was crazy. I knew Puerto Rico was a a heel territory, but yeah, they were definitely on fire for Io all night. And uh, you know, in, in kayfabe, if it wasn't for Damage Control kind of mucking it up, I think she may have beat Bianca for the belt.
0: Yeah, well, and you know what's cool is you know Bianca here in the states or like is she just like a white meat baby face right like just so just so over and like kid friendly and the whole nine um so feel good but she was kind of she was kind of working a little bit heel um there at the uh at the arena because i think she could just feel how the crowd was going so i think it kind of just like changed her whole attitude and even though she wasn't like doing like straight up like heel tactics she was you know she was giving the crowd what they wanted
1: jordan you're the women's wrestling expert what'd you think of the match
4: it was really good um uh, I thought this was just such a good start for the show. Um, they put it down, and like you said, dude, it's it's weird hearing Bianca not get the cheers from the crowd during a match at this point. Um, but, yeah, they uh, they just let them go out there and do their thing, and, I mean, that's kind of what, what happened. They just they put on a banger of a match. But uh, let's discuss the star of this match, uh, Bailey's Pants.
0: Bailey's Bailey. Bailey's or whatever you want to call those pants
4: man. uh wowzers
1: Bailey, Bailey's got a freaking yeah. wagon. Dude. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, it's funny because you guys act like you're just yeah, now noticing yeah, that you, well, Bailey's never, always had yeah. a wagon. She yeah.
1: never dresses sexy yeah. like that. You though, could
4: always dude. tell though. Oh all, no, you could tell, but it's, yeah.
1: it's, it's you could tell, but she never had it fun. She was it looked like she was wearing some of Shawn Michaels'
4: entrance <laughs> gear from like 1994. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a special moment. So
0: she she saw she's she's heard us talk about Rhea's you know booty halters and stuff, dude. She's getting a little jealous, so she's you know breaking out the the ass gear
1: if those pants came with the nitro stage we would have hit 11k <laughs> like, like we would have gotten all five figures eric bischoff would have been hand delivering all of those sets to all of our houses man wow. if those, if bailey with those pants could have been included uh sheena kind of alluded to it man i would love to see them run back the oscar uh, like oscar's run that she had with the NXT belt, where you know she had that long, um, it ended up lasting like a, a little over a year and a half run with the title, and she kind of turned heel during it, right? Like once she got to the point where she was facing Ember Moon, she couldn't quite beat her, and she had to start doing some low key cheating and stuff to where she was getting booed. Bianca's done everything there is to do as a, as a babyface yep. at this point. I think that'd be cool to kind of see her just do a a slow heel turn where you know she's just using desperation yeah. to uh, to hang on to the belt, but we're, they're going to have to build up some better challengers at this point. She's been. She's been such a performer and so consistent that she's almost like at that Roman Reigns point, dude, where like, how are you going to beat this shit? I
0: know. I think we forget, though, that Bianca was a heel in NXT. I mean, she was straight up like, you know, sassy ass, like, you know, talking shit. Sam Roberts turned
1: her baby face. That that (laughs) pre-show, she was going to be in a a fatal four-way for the championship. And I still never got a good answer if. All right, part of me thinks that Sam was told to say this stuff because no. it organically turned her baby face. But Sam got on there, you know, friend of the show. He got on there and just dogged out Bianca and He it, said it, she's
0: it, not worthy of Yeah, being it in just stood out. It was
1: like, man, like that was like re- it's really fucking mean to say. And it made everybody sympathetic. For it, yeah, because she went out there and person, tore the yeah. house down, man. Yeah. She had probably her best performance so far, which that's why I don't know. You know me, I think everything's a work until proven beyond a shadow of a doubt otherwise. So I I think somebody gave him that because it, it played right into what they were trying to do with her. And yeah. there was no reason for I him mean, that, to makes, that, that makes That makes
0: sense. But yeah, it totally like, you know, I, I remember, I remember that match specifically. And I remember him saying that and just being like, damn, Sam, like, I cannot <laughs> believe you just said that, you know, he did end up apologizing to, yeah. to Bianca. So but yeah, uh, I, I
1: want to see Bianca and some heel street profits with her. I think that'd be a that perfect way to freshen awesome. up that Dude, act.
0: Uh, especially, you know, I mean, she was heel in NXT, but she wasn't on the caliber that she is now. No, like, she was
1: like a, just like an annoying mid card. Yeah,
0: kid. I think she has the potential to be like an insane heel on on the main roster, dude. I think, like you said, her with a uh, heel Montez, like God, I I I would love that so much.
1: All right, what we got next, Sheen?
0: We got uh Seth and the Nigerian Giant, Omos.
1: Seth called it. He said he was going to give Omos the best match of his career. I think it was. I think this was mm-hmm. this was what the Brock match was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Man, o- Omos looked good in defeat. Had some some cool counters we've never seen before doing like a, a back body drop to get out of the pedigree, like from on one knee. And then he straight up st- uh, just stuffed the stomp attempt, you know, Seth yeah. goes for the stomp and Omos just doesn't budge. Like mm-hmm. we've never seen that before. And then it took a move that we haven't, we've never seen before to finish him off with the top rope stomp. So yeah. hats off to both guys. I thought Omos gained a little something in defeat. And I think it gave Seth all the steam in the world to, to head into the
0: night I of think champions that just for showed, this new belt. Yeah. And you know, on a real level, that just goes to show you how freaking, Incredible that Seth freaking Rollins is like that. He made Omos look that yeah. good, right? And carried that match. And just I think you know, hats off to Seth Rollins, dude. Does that does, anybody,
3: yeah. have, any, does,
0: anybody have any? May have any thoughts yeah, does, on uh, Seth versus?
3: I, I, I mean, I, I thought it was great. I, I want to hear someone else's thoughts on this match. That was naysaying <laughs> it. Oh, I mean,
0: I'm out. I was naysaying nice saying it I, I mean I think well, no, no, no. not, nothing as, for not me. as
3: much as someone else.
4: So we get it. <laughs> all right. We're, we're not gonna pretend <laughs> we're building Omos into like something that he's not like. Let's just relax for Facts. a minute. Let's let's all Facts. let's all just take a step back. Like, Marco, what do you want me to say? This was like a five-star match. Like, let's let's all relax and let's <laughs> I'll give Omos a little bit of love here, but let's relax. We're talking like this was like some new Japan five-star classic. Like, let's just chill out for a second here.
1: <laughs> I think they're grooming him to be like the next like late-era big show, not like prime big show, yeah. like where he was like a legit world championship threat. I think Omos is just You know, they gave him the free agent status, right? Um, so he can go back and forth between both shows. I think he's just going to be like – you know, the special attraction. I think he's I don't think he's gonna be a great collie. I think he's gonna be the big show, man, where he just floats back and forth between baby face and heel and we are all gonna pretend that it's a big deal anytime he's coming yeah. to fight somebody. I don't
0: know. I mean, right now he's just playing the biggest loser. Yes. Yeah, the guy cannot the guy cannot he's, win. He's, he's, I
1: mean, there's no shame in losing to Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins, dude.
0: I mean, there's no there's no shame in it, but it's like what are, what are we doing yeah. here? I don't know. He's
1: just established himself as a big dude that can go and he still gets. he's a dude still super green, man. Like he's, he wrestled his first match barely two years ago. Yeah.
4: He's give he's giving off more great Kali vibes than he has big show vibes. Let's, <laughs> let's relax for a minute. I mean, at one point in big show's career, he was doing drop kicks and stuff. Like we're, we're nowhere near that with Omar. Yeah, you're right. I probably, you're, have we're going, going way story, too dude. far, dude. Like. Let's let's re- the giant was off yeah. the chain <laughs> man back in WCW. Yeah, let's remember Big Show as the giant was like one of the coolest things yeah, ever. That was like, mage. Omos is nowhere near that level. I think you guys are overselling Omos a little bit. Sheen brought it back we to can- earth a little bit. We'll, uh, we'll, yeah. uh, I'm
0: going for
3: yeah. for the fact that he actually had a good match. Like that match was actually really good.
0: And that's that's attributed to, to Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins exactly. being able to freaking you Still know be, be the yeah. be the modern day Bret Hart just keep, you know carrying everybody on his fucking back you know. Omos
1: did his part yeah. though. he did. He did
0: do. He did do his part. The credit goes part. to
1: Seth, but Omos did his part in there. Yeah.
0: How how old is Omos? Does anybody know off the Google, top? Right, um, you got
1: your Google machine right there. I know. Well,
0: I'm just trying. I'm really
1: years old. Let's go down that Big 28, Show right. Let's go down that uh, that Big Show rabbit hole. So if you guys remember uh, St. Valentine's Day Massacre, February 1999. Dude, when Big Show debuted, like, that was a huge, huge signing for yeah. WWE. You know, X-Pac had come over the night after WrestleMania the night before, but still, for the most part at that time, talent was kind of going from WWE to WCW, and there weren't. he was one of the first big stars to uh, come over, and he was a homegrown WCW guy, man. I think his his longevity ended up saving it, but I think he was kind of a disappointment for what they thought they were getting. They, they thought they were getting, like, you know, this huge main event when he came over. And I don't think that's really what he was. What, what do you guys classify, man? Like, would you guys say Big Show's overall uh, tenure in WWE was a success or a failure? Hmm.
4: Uh, I'm going to say it was still a success. I mean, dude, he won the WWE FE Championship twice, the World yep. Heavyweight Championship yep. twice, Yep. ECW World Title once, Hardcore three times u.s intercontinental title tag teams like i don't really know how that would be considered a failure yeah to be i mean he was he was yeah, a, a right. grand slam champion triple crown champion like i'm not real sure how you can consider that in it damn jordan coming in with the big show well, facts, i think maybe
1: dude. the uh i think maybe he never really reached the the peaks like the absolute highest peak that was possible but i don't think anybody could have expected that He'd be there basically 20 years, man. You know what I mean? For 20 years, he kept it going. Yeah. It was always at least somewhat relevant. He put on, he kind of had a little bit of a renaissance there towards the very end where he was putting on some pretty good matches. I'm actually
3: reading his, he actually won Rookie of the Year in 96 uh, in WCW and Wrestler of the Year in 96 from PWI, so...
4: Really, yeah. I mean, he—you gotta remember too. At one point in there, he gained a ton of weight. Like, yeah, dude, yeah, he yeah. got
1: sent down to O B W. Yeah, dude, he was—he right?
4: was a spry like three eighty when he was in uh in WCW. He put on a lot of weight in WWE, so his move set went from this agile big dude to more of a slow plotting big dude so yeah uh, yeah i definitely don't think i definitely don't think big shows wwf WWF run was a failure i mean he he did his thing but you're right he was never the top star in wwf
1: yeah i just i just remember as you know a young naive 14 year old thinking like he was gonna be like a straight up game changer and instead he's ended up being one of the most consistent performers they had over the next 20 years, which like you said, Jordan, no shame whatsoever in that. But I just, you know, we don't, big show really doesn't get brought up a whole lot around here, man. So I thought maybe we'd go down that rabbit hole. So Sheena, you got Omos age set up.
0: Yeah. uh, Omos is 28. And as I was looking that up, um, I unlocked a a horrible core memory from a dark (gasps) time in wrestling. When um he was a bodyguard from Raw Underground, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. you were gone during Raw Underground. No, I was back for Raw oh. Underground. You were?
1: Yeah, I was there for Raw Underground Raw. with Shane McMahon. Yes,
0: doing the Fight Club. Oh, yeah, but,
1: well, yeah, that was. Dude,
0: that was so repug, dude. Like, it was, I mean, I
1: think it could have been cool, but it, it but was, it wasn't.
0: But it yeah, wasn't. It
1: was, it was anything just but weird, dude. Like.
4: Wasn't yeah, that right yeah, after the McMahon stood in the ring too and told everybody that they were going to give the fans what they wanted, and then like <laughs> no, no <raw laughs> that was back raw in like, like 2016. Was, oh. that,
1: no, that was the end of 2018 or when 18. they said that we were the we were the we were, we were the, the authority. authority. Yeah. It was uh, that was during the yeah pandemic, the raw man, underground was raw the underground.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, raw underground hit during the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, see, that was I completely sad.
4: wiped that from my memory. Oh, that's the ice maker.
0: Oh, shit, dude. I thought so. All right, dude. Our fucking ice maker just went off, and I thought somebody was knocking on our fucking door like stranger status. Dude. The way the
1: ice cubes hit it sounded just like <laughs> knocks on doors. So oh, shit, dude. Yeah. And
0: I thought I was about to be in a fucking Blumhouse film, dude. <laughs> wow. uh, All right. Uh,
1: let's get on with the show. What's our next match?
0: <laughs> we got a uh, triple threat Austin Theory versus Bronson Reed versus Bobby Freaking Lashley.
1: Bobby. Lashley, <laughs> Bobby uh, Bobby. this was like Bobby. Who I mean, it, this was fine. It didn't stink up the joint. Yeah. I feel like this match could happen on any episode of yeah. Raw or SmackDown, any 52 weeks That's of the yeah. year.
0: Yeah, only only feelings I really have about this freaking match is I'm really pissed off about the Foley Picks League because I let my son, my five year old son, influence me because it I was, was I was Lashley. I was given I was given my picks to Seth, and uh, he was like, "Who's going to take the pin for the bonus point?" And I said, Seth, "Brett said." please pick Bobby Lashley, please pick Bobby Lashley. And I said, all right, I'm going to pick Bobby Lashley. And I knew it was going (laughs) to be Bronson Reed. I knew it. And that put me in second place in the picks lead. I would have been tied for first right now with the freaking OG Fig Kid. But now I'm in second place. Still had one of the best cards of of the night. But, um, yeah, I was pissed that I didn't get that extra bonus point because I let my son influence me.
1: I think we're interested in this match. Uh, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory are both going to be on the SmackDown side of the tournament to see who's going to be facing Seth for the belt at Night of Champions. Um, who do you guys think is... Uh, we'll, we'll do a two-parter. Who do you guys think is going to be fighting Seth? And then who do you guys think is leaving with that belt at Night of Champions?
0: Mm-hmm. Dang. I definitely think Seth is leaving with the belt, dude. That's my my gut instinct is telling me that Seth is, Seth is winning you this thing. You don't
3: think uh, since his something's going to happen on SmackDown where Roman Reigns finagles his way into the tournament. <laughs>
0: I mean, that's well, Jay, always it, a possibility. That, <laughs> I was thinking
1: Jay Uso was going to be entered in the tournament and Jay was going to win and Roman was going to take his spot somehow, but without, I, it, you know, it, it would be a huge for him to get finagling. involved at this yeah. point. Yeah. If there was a bloodline member in there, sure. But yeah, I don't, I think Roman's going to have to wait. Yeah.
3: A bit. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, just for the sheer wrestling, uh, I want I want AJ Styles to be that last person. So it be AJ and uh and Rollins but I have a feeling it's going to be like, you know, Lashley or some some shit like that.
1: Nah, I think you're right, dude. I'm going AJ also, man. I think they want to really establish this as like the wrestler's belt. Yeah. I think AJ wins Friday night on SmackDown and I think Seth and AJ no no interference. I think they you know, the OC is going to get the night off. I think Seth and AJ are just going to go out there and tear the house down at Night of Champions, and, and Seth's going to grab yeah, that belt. So. so yeah, I'm picking Seth versus AJ and just a straight up classic wrestling match. That triple that,
4: that, that, tr- that sounds,
0: it sounds that good triple
4: much. threat match on Friday night going to be awesome with AJ Edge and Ray Mysterio. Um,
0: yeah, that should be good. But
4: I'm I'm going to pick Edge honestly. I I think Edge versus um, Rollins <sighs> at Night of Champions would be interesting. Um, I feel like we're winding down the edge career. So it'd be cool to yeah. give him a, a title match. And um, that'd be a good person. They fought in
1: Saudi last year, too, in Hell in the Cell. So this would yeah, be a nice rematch, uh, a nice kind of throwback. <laughs> or was that the end of 2021 when they fought in the Cell? The end of 2021. But yeah, they yeah. they fought in Saudi in the Cell. So this would be a nice, uh, a nice throwback for the fans there. But yeah, I think. Is everybody on board with Seth winning this thing? Yeah. 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 My only fear as a huge Seth fan is just that it's becoming too obvious and i feel like maybe they're gonna swerve us but i don't know i feel like seth, I we know, know seth is one of triple h's guys and that's a great way to to establish this and the other thing is if you want this thing to um to not be seen as a consolation prize for people that couldn't be a roman you got to have either seth or aj win it man. yeah they're like the only two seth aj or bobby lashley are the only two that haven't Haven't got been put in their place by Roman. So, yeah,
0: I don't think we're going to see another, though, like, where it's like so obvious. I mean, and they do swerve like Cody, you know what I mean? Like, we were all just like, oh, yeah, Cody's going to win. And then they swerved us. So, I don't think they're going to do that again. But, uh, yeah, I think Seth's taking it.
1: All right. What's our next match, Sheen Dog?
0: We got Mommy, Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega. Uh, I thought it was, I thought, I mean, of course, Rhea came out in the white gear looking like a million freaking bucks, dude. Just. Awesome. And then Zelina came out dripping in Puerto Rican pride. This uh, match
1: was weird to me because Zelina Vega, awesome entrance, dude. Awesome entrance and awesome gear. Like, you know, Steve Ozer, or extra figure tag If you listening. We need that as a figure ASAP, yeah. man. And then they gave her the big, you know, the big emotional moment, soaking it in with the crowd and stuff. And then she still got s- squashed in like, you know, five <laughs> yeah. minutes. I thought... I, I never thought she was gonna win, but I was like, okay, I think we're about to get you know some crazy near falls, man. Like we're gonna get some like you know never stay die under underdog story, and no, it was just it was just a die story. Well, I think dude. that like, I mean,
0: well, you know, I don't because I don't think that that had anything to do with like WWE production. That was just organic. I think just Zelina. And, you know, like her coming out with the Puerto Rican flag and like all of that. I don't think that that was like something that we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get her out there and get her her big moment. Like, I don't
1: know. They really planned this stuff out. if it was an AW, I'd agree with you. But WWE, they planned this stuff down to a Nats ass. They know all the camera shots are going to do. They you know, they're smart back there. I don't think it surprised them. That, well, i mean you know, that was the whole
0: reason she was in this match dude like the i know, you know that's
1: what i'm saying so i don't think it surprised them that they that she got this big emotional moment of applause before the match just to go get stomped out it was just kind of I don't know. I'm just, I mean, I don't got any issue with it, right? I'm not saying Zelina Vega should beat Rhea Ripley. I'm just saying, after that entrance, I was kind of keyed up for a big emotional match, and we didn't get that. Rhea Ripley just kicked ass like she yeah. always does.
0: Yeah, I mean, but I wouldn't expect anything different. I mean, like we said, we just they kind of just threw this match together with Zelina Vega. And, you know, as much as I think Zelina Vega is freaking awesome and super cool, she don't stand a chance against mommy, dude. Like, it's just, it's not even in the cards for her.
4: See uh, and and this was when I was kind of ripping this to shreds last week. This was my problem is uh, the the outcomes were pretty much known what was going to happen here. I mean, it there wasn't a whole lot of surprises. The only real toss-up match was Bloodline versus uh KO Sammy yeah. and and Riddle. The rest of the matches we knew who was winning those matches. And and yeah. that's kind of why I'm not saying it was a bad show. I'm definitely not saying that. It was definitely way better than I thought it was going to be, but this was the problem. Like Seth said, Delina got that huge moment and stuff came out and still got her ass kicked in seven minutes. Like, I don't know, man, to me, that comes off kind of weird. I'm with Seth on this. But I mean,
0: but at at the same time, this isn't like, it's not WrestleMania, dude. Like this is backlash. I don't, it's a, you know, mid grade (laughs) pay-per-view. I don't think, um, I don't think that See, matters. That's the, that's I don't know if
1: Zelina Vega's getting a moment like that again. I think she, it did matter. I think ma- that moment mattered, and then I, she got stomped out. Man. I think like, that like,
0: moment mattered, but I think that it, like, it don't be sad because it's over. Be glad that it happened, right? Like, but what like, happened
1: was she got this big applause and just got her ass kicked. I mean, dude. she could have like, came
0: out there with no applause and still got her ass kicked. You know what I mean? Right, so like and at that would have made sense. Something.
1: That wouldn't have yeah. been as deflating I as w- it was. Like I said, hats off to the Puerto Rican crowd for – you know, I feel like I feel like if something like that happened in the States, right? Like if, uh, let's say Seth, dude, Seth went out and was wrestling in, you know, wherever in I. What's, what's the biggest city in Iowa? Sioux City. If he's wrestling no, in Sioux that City, is Iowa. What's the
4: biggest city? Des Moines <laughs> is the biggest
2: city. What's the biggest? Okay. So Seth Rollins, yeah. Sorry for my Iowa fans out there. Uh, Seth's city. wrestling
1: in Des Moines and uh, Iowa. And, uh, and, uh, he, you know, gets this huge applause, man. He's rocking the black and yellow Iowa colors. And then comes out and gets his ass kicked by Brock in four minutes. <laughs> that crowd's not recovering from that. So hats off to the Puerto Rican crowd for not letting that just straight up butt whooping Lena took, take the we, wind out of their sails.
0: They're, they're like Ted Lasso. Dude. It's just goldfish, dude. It's over. They're going on to the I, next I, fucking I, match, dude. You know? I,
1: yeah. Like I said, I just think like, like me and Jordan said, dude, it's the pre-match didn't match what happened once the bell rang, which is fine. It doesn't have to do, it doesn't have but, to, but I was just saying that I was expecting something different.
0: Mean, Ria Ria doesn't owe the Puerto Rican crowd shit. You know what I mean? She's coming out there to kick ass, take names, yeah. and defend and her title. So. I'll say
3: this too, just to bring it back to what we said earlier: it takes two to tango, and we're not expect. Are you guys? Were you guys really expecting Zelina Vega to hold like a a twenty minute Broadway? Fair point. <laughs> not for <laughs> not for one second. Fair not point, but second.
1: I th- but I thought you know, maybe they they maybe they bust out the shenanigans, you know what I mean? Maybe a turnbuckle pad gets took off. Obviously we saw it in the main event, but there there's ways you could do it, man. We've mm-hmm. seen we've and, seen that story before. I always go back to um that Eva Marie and Bailey NXT Women's Tag Team Championship match. That was the reverse. This was a time when a heel who had no business being competitive almost wins the match, yeah, but uh Yeah. But yeah.
3: Uh, I, I would was, say I would say Zelina, you have to go back to watch her matches and see if you can actually put like, put those pieces together and just, you know, just thinking back, like I'm not expecting anything less than a squash match after, after that type of, yeah, I thought it was going to be a squash
0: match. Like, like I thought it was going to be even more of a squash than it actually ended up being. She was
4: presented as like a main card, main event talent for women's division and then gets to the ring and is presented as a dark match wrestler like that that's basically <laughs> what happened for me you like, think, yeah oh, i don't man. think she, she looks really think she something. looks like a million dollars like she looks like she'd be at the top of the card <laughs> just kidding
1: and dude and then they started talking about you know how her dad passed away in the 9-11, 9/11 thing, attacks yeah. so when they said that i started thinking like oh shit dude maybe we're just gonna get like some some sort of hot she's were they, they didn't just mention that she dedicated she dedicated it. the they match said to her they, dad yeah they said she dedicated the match to her dad they gave her the bit the moment to soak in the Applause. I mean, it got to the point where I was like, "Dude, maybe they're about to like hot shot this belt to her, and you know, I'm sure Rio will get it back in a week or two. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, it was like the,
0: the Cody negative one moment where we were like, "Oh shit!" You yeah, know, like- exactly.
1: That was the same as Cody giving the belt to negative one and then getting his you ass got, kicked. You by guys
3: Roman. know WWE in the hometown wins. They're not big fans of the uh winning in the hometown. You should have should have known that. Look what they did to Bailey when she was in the hometown. Yeah, yeah. Forget Alexa Bliss, just destroyed her and took her title. Yeah. So come on
1: yeah so it was still a great moment like i said you know six months from now i i will not remember the match but Mm -hmm. i'll still remember zelina's big entrance so still pretty cool let before we get into the big three matches of the night let's take our beverage break All right. The beverage break is where we tell you guys what we are sipping on as we pause. Sheena, get us started this week.
0: I'm keeping it simple with a simply spiked lemonade, just the signature lemonade flavor. Super crispy, super tart, always hits the spot.
1: I'm drinking something special I picked up on my most recent adventure down to Texas. So this is by Ingenious Brewing Company. They are out of somewhere in Texas. I can't see where it's at, but... uh, Oh, Humble, Texas. Bruden and Canned in Humble, Texas. So this is Double Galaxy Hazy, uh, hazy India Pale Ale. Um, you know, anybody that's known me for a while knows I'm a sucker for Galaxy print. I just love it. The Galaxy Nike foams are one of my favorite uh, pairs of shoes ever. This is a it, it's it's a mouthful, dude. It's eight point two percent, and it's say? in a it's in a pint can. <laughs> imagine a world full of hops, hops, and even more hops. Now imagine that world is inhabited by you and only you. Enjoy your personal galaxy, friend. So, you know we love a good hazy IPA over here, this one's definitely hitting the spot. Like I said, it's eight point two pints, so Jesus. I'll probably be uh, buzzing a little bit by the, by the time we get the listener mail. Jordan, what are you drinking, man? I'm
4: just keeping it simple tonight. Uh, doing Bushlight again. I think this is the third show in a row I've been doing Bushlight. So. We're just gonna keep the good times rolling over here with the bush lights.
0: that's right, if it ain't broke, don't fix it yeah know. my
1: uh my mom and dad's coming to town this weekend. That's my dad's favorite beer, so I'm probably gonna pick me up a thirty rack of uh some bush lights sometime between now and Friday. It's all uh Marco, what are you drinking, man?
3: Uh, I'm drinking uh what i what I like to call America's favorite couple uh some some jack and ginger, so Jack Daniels and uh <laughs> some ginger ale, so.
0: Oh nice. nice! You got out the man. ginger ale wagon after our discussion last what, week. Well,
1: what what flavor uh, ginger or what brand of ginger? No, I had oil?
3: that. I had that. I had the proper twelve last
1: week. Yeah, that's how yeah. we got back. Oh, on that's on it. right. You're right. Are you drinking? Right. Is this regular Canada? Yeah, dry? I wasn't
3: able to find the because uh, you said the the bold. The yeah, bold. The, the the bold. Not, yeah. not around. Not around these parts. So. I have to try to order it uh on like Amazon or something like that because definitely. Dude, space I don't it know. Up.
1: I might be drinking some expired shit because, like I said, this was right when I got back from my last deployment overseas. When I came back, I was seeing it in stores, and I got on a kick of you know that was my go to mixer for a few months, and it disappeared, and then all of a sudden at one random grocery store here in tennessee it popped back up um so i don't know i mean they may, it got caught in the pandemic they may have just rolled out some expired stock and that's what i've been drinking
4: the last couple <laughs> of weeks <but> still <laughs> no they good. still got it, it yeah, it's, it's, it's on amazon it. but it ain't cheap yeah no it's expensive
1: it is good dude it's a it definitely stands out um you know in the world of uh is of it soft is it fifteen dollars right, for a
4: six-pack good
1: No, no, no. I'm getting it. I'll I'll stock up some. I'll ship some out because it's in the little eight ounce can. So I'll I'll find a way to get some out to you guys. You can try it in your cocktails. All right, Sheena, let's get into the big three matches of Backlash.
0: All right. So we're going to go with what was probably my favorite match of the night uh, bad Big Bunny <laughs> versus uh, versus Damian Priest,
1: uh, dude. First off, Bad Bunny's entrance, dude. That was one of the hardest entrances I've ever so seen. That's tough, dude. I was the like, the vibe, wow. just the I overall vibe, and then ass. the camera work, man.
3: Definitely go, definitely yeah. go download that and add it to your playlist if you haven't I was already. so
0: I was listening to Masked Man. I can't remember if it was yesterday or. I don't even remember, but I was listening to mask Man talk about uh backlash and Kaz was talking about what the lyrics of that song are. He's like, he's like, you had kids and everybody. He's like, you know, he's like that song is such a fucking banger that like, you know, it's like the 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 contents of the lyrics are so like like kind of just hard, <laughs> hardcore, yeah, yeah. you know. But he's like, you had like, you know, women, children, everybody oh, was oh just fucking, you know, that was his first out. big hit,
1: man. Yeah. He, uh, but that drone shot, you know, they had that narrow tunnel, like Jordan said, man, that narrow, like minimalist tunnel. And the drone shot behind him, like, and you could just see it in his body. Like, I could, like, feel the electricity running through him, man. And then he starts walking out, and you get the wide shot of the crowd, like...
0: Dude, the the pop was just, like, it gave me, like, goosebumps, man.
1: We, along with the rest of the IWC, have been very critical of some of the camera work WWE, um, you know, has done over the last, really, 10 to 15 years, man. It's kind of been, like, the same direction. But, dude, it's been on point the last couple months, man. And, like, I just... I was so, I, I and mean, I was kind of like, I was lukewarm on this match because it was whatever. But after seeing that entrance, I was really, really excited. And I love the tribute to New Jack pushing the uh, yeah, the shopping cart get, full of yeah. weapons down the, to the ring.
3: The reason why they upgraded is because they, they got that Endeavor money now. So they can do some more, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> some, some better camera angles. That's true.
0: <laughs> That's true. Yeah, this match was so much fun. And then there were so much shenanigans, dude. Oh. We saw we saw Finn and Dom come out, freaking Ray came out. Savio
1: Vega Savio and Vega
0: and Carlito or as, uh, Savio. Yeah, as uh the new gym podcast Quang came out.
1: Yeah. Quang. <laughs> I uh <laughs> this this really put me it had a happy ending, but this the match this most reminded me of was Sting and Triple H from WrestleMania 31. Hmm.
0: How? How so? With all the oh, running, yeah, man, oh, you with know, the had- okay. it was a
3: street fight match. So you're expecting that stuff to happen. I don't think that match yeah. was really built as like a.
0: I did not play.
1: have Savio Vega coming out. On
0: yeah, my, he wasn't uh, on my bingo card. Yeah,
1: I did. I was not expecting to see him. Now I, we saw him earlier in the yeah. show. It, it kind of spoiled the surprise a little bit. But you know, Carlito was a big surprise too. Man, I, I don't know. I just thought this was for what this kind of match was. This was the absolute best way to execute. Yeah, they. It.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Bunny is just freaking. Shh, dude. Dude, he's so good man like
1: we're in the golden era of part-time wrestlers dude between him logan paul and pat mcafee like i don't know what we did all this is you know the people like uh, like floyd mayweather and like snooki and like lawrence taylor that you know they walked so these guys yeah
0: yeah well i mean you know the the thing about the wwe historically their celebrities are like you know Five to ten years past their, like, peace yeah. moments. We're getting Bad Bunny at the peak of his career. I mean, Logan Paul is one of, you know, the most famous people out there. And... Uh, Even
1: Pat McAfee. Is yeah, and, one Pat, the and, Pat, exactly. and,
0: and, and Pat McAfee, dude. So we're getting these people at, like, their prime and their outside wrestling, outside yeah, of yeah. wrestling businesses. And so, like, yeah, super cool, yeah, he had dude. Bad
3: Bunny, uh, like, so, like, they, like, chronicled that, like, whole month, like, he, like, headlined Coachella... Like a few, like a couple weeks before that, then he was at the Met Gala on May first, and then he ended up at WWE Backlash on May 6th. Oh yeah, so we're like, definitely
0: getting a fucking like, bunny twenty four. Yes, you know what I mean, a a, a big bunny twenty four. So like he, freaking, yeah, uh, and him
3: just being like the mega, like I mean they repeated it the whole night. Like he's like he literally is a global the like most streamed megastar, and he's. In a stand. yeah, a lot park.
0: of times they'll overhype celebrities and tell, <laughs> you know, say, like, oh, yeah, he's such and such, and put all these accolades on him, but like, no, they really mean it when they say, like, he's yeah, a global phenomenon. Just to right. echo
3: uh, Mark Henry, what he said on uh, Busted Open, he was like, he thinks Bad Bunny's the greatest celebrity wrestler
4: in WWE history. That, that's what I was just about to say. We we were talking about Logan Paul and everybody last week. Dude, there is nobody touching bad bunny for celebrity nope. wrestlers. Nope. Th- this dude cleared 88 million dollars in his music career last year and is out there doing Canadian destroyers yeah. and <laughs> getting hit with Exactly. Sticker. Like, dude, this dude Get is his ass kicked. W- w- Like Sheena just said it, like these dudes are at the peak of their life this dude is at the tippy top of like the music world and the world yeah. in general. And this dude's out here risking his life <laughs> to do a, a street fight in WWE. He just WWE. loves wrestling. Like dude. Yeah. Like, he Yeah. Bad bunny is that dude is not to be messed with. And man, watching him come out in Puerto Rico, like that was one of the loudest crowd reactions I think I've oh, ever yeah. heard. Uh,
0: Oh they were yeah, yeah fire, them singing his song. Fire. It or, was like a Bad Bunny concert. Yeah, dude. Th-
4: them singing that song all the way to the ring, dude. Like I'm still getting goosebumps just thinking about it because that, like, Sheena loves her. Yeah. That that was a moment. But that was, I mean, <laughs> yes. that is something literally that I'll never forget. And for for wrestling now, where I mean, a lot of it's forgettable. Like
0: forgettable. That was an for, for yeah. an
4: entrance to be yeah. the thing that we're gonna remember for a really long time. I mean, that really <laughs> yeah. says something.
1: I'll go back and watch that match no, definitely, for sure, yeah. That's definitely one that you know when I'm, I'm I'm drunk and I'm doing the wind down at the end of the <laughs> night. Dude, that's definitely what's yeah. going to go on, man. I think, uh, dude, the thing about Bad Bunny, man, like you know, Logan Paul is an awesome athlete, right? He has an awesome buckshot lariat and stuff. Like, you can teach anybody to anybody to do these moves if they got a little bit of ability to me, the thing about bad money is like the selling and like the mm-hmm. facial expressions mm-hmm. and stuff, dude, yeah. like you just buy in and you sympathize. Dude is just an awesome babyface wrestler. We said it back at WrestleMania 37 when he had that first match and he's only improved mm-hmm. since then, man. Like, yeah, he's just got a way of making you buy in and I'm not a fan of this guy's music at all. I, I, I just don't listen to it, man. Like, so yeah. I'm, you know, I'm ignorant to his actual music, but I love seeing this dude wrestle man and to the point where like, He's up there for my most wanted figures right now dude like I yeah. want like dude give us some Mattel Creations ultimate edition of of That'll Bad happen. Bunny from you know Saturday Night with all the weapons That'll happen. Yeah,
3: I think it cool. might be the Wrestlemania one I think this this year when they announce it. Uh but yeah, uh, if you watch any of his the
0: sad the sad thing is though is Bad Bunny's so popular like it's gonna be fucking hard. Oh to get yeah, that figure definitely. Because all the all the all the Bad Bunny marks are gonna. Because remember when he had that shirt? Yeah, it sold, sold out, out like in all fucking the, yeah, yeah, all that
1: merch they had sold out, dude. He may end up being like the San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Uh,
3: yeah, if if you watch any of his interviews, like he's a obviously obviously I mean he steps in the ring. He's a huge huge wrestling fan. Like he's always been a wrestling fan since since he's a kid. Obviously, you know the Brooker T song that he has. And then there was a video, I forget the name of the song. Another video. He actually has stone cold, Steve Austin in his video, um, like fighting and stuff like that. Like legit stone cold. And
0: uh, yeah, I mean, he's he, definitely uh, a wrestling. I mean, there's no other reason he would do this. I mean, he has no reason to do this other oh, yeah. than for the absolute love of professional wrestling. And just like, you know, as a, a childhood yeah. dream, the the, the bunny dream, bunnyhood you know? dream. <laughs>
4: the big bunny dream. Uh,
1: yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. another thing that carries a lot of weight for me is we know randy orton's like an all-timer of just like a hard-ass like curmudgeon and he's giving this guy his mm-hmm. co-sign he's, he's the
0: roy Kent. Um, yeah. uh of WWE
1: she, we've just started watching Ted Lasso <laughs> last couple weeks. So if you guys are wondering why Sheena somehow managed to drop like three Ted Lasso references <laughs> in the first 55 minutes of the show, that's why. Listen,
0: well, listen, it does kind of tie into the show because it was one of Jordan's recommendations. And I actually yeah. took Jordan's recommendation, his retro, or not retro his tranquilo and chill recommendation. And Ted Ted Lasso is a great show. So if you're out there and you haven't watched it, I highly recommend watching it. But
1: Continue. yeah, Randy Orton gave him a cosign, which that carries a lot of weight. And dude's just awesome. How about how over the LWO is? Oh yeah, man? like I, I love the oh, uh, the Puerto Rican remake. The Puerto the Rican shirt too. That sold out, good, dude. dude yeah. it, I mean
0: it like sold out immediately.
1: The LWO is like legit, like quickly rising up the faction ranks of, of WWE.
4: Yeah, didn't have that on my 2023 bingo card.
0: Do you think it okay? Do you think it'll, no, ca- you think it'll carry all. on even though like the, you know, the Puerto Rican show and stuff I like that so. is like Patty, Do you think oh, it's going to Oh, it continue? caught fire before, before WrestleMania.
4: That, yeah. It
1: was already it was the number one selling show even before WrestleMania. Yep. I think uh I think at first people thought it was just something they were doing for like a one one-off off. to pop the crowd yeah. and stuff, man, but uh, they're I think they're going to legit be a faction and get a little bit of a run, man.
0: That's cool.
1: What's got to happen? you know, I, I see the, the story's got to uh, come full circle and Ray and Dom got to make up and Dom takes over for Ray being the uh, yeah. the
4: leader. Oh, of I it, thought, I I thought for sure this was going into another fucking Seth hologram fucking drawn out 25 minute thing. Like, they got to have the Eddie hologram in the ring and then they got to bring up the Mexicals on lawnmowers. And-
2: <laughs> I
4: think we're past that. I don't think that's coming
2: back.
1: Dude. We need to have Chavo Guerrero come in and feud with him, dude. You know, he's been chirping up and stuff on social media dude so he's he's trying to to get in in. on some
0: of this smoke dude he wants it oh
3: my god
0: funny. all right are we are we done talking about uh big bugs bunny yeah
2: Yeah, and uh
0: the the archer all right the usos and solo Sokoa versus riddle zane and owens
1: i don't got a whole lot on this one just Mm. you know Never bet against the bloodline, dude. Yeah. That's what I said. What did I, said on, I was one uh, of the
0: very few people, not to bring up the Picks League again, I was one of like maybe four six people. Six people out of six. 35
1: picked the bloodline. She yeah. knows one of them. You know, on uh, to keep the sitcom references going, you know, on Arrested, Development. They so say. There's always money in the banana stand. Uh, there's yeah, no, always money in the there's always money in the <laughs> That's bloodline, a dude. Dog. Yeah, there's always money in the bloodline. We like, should have
0: Solo Sakoa working the banana stand. Jordan
1: mentioned earlier. This was the only match that was like kind of, kind of a coin flip on the predictions. It shouldn't have been though, dude. Like when in doubt, bet on the bloodline. Bet on the bloodline, dude.
0: It's it hasn't it hasn't served me wrong yet, man. So yeah,
1: I you know should be should be a fun Friday night. See, you know Roman's gonna be back on SmackDown for the first time since Mania, so. We'll see if uh, you know he can get solo to kind of turn on his brothers. That's what they've been hitting at. But yeah, I, I don't mean, really got brother, a whole lot on this one. To Jay me. is
0: awesome. Well, I mean, we will add that Jay's acting and Jay's like oh, yeah. per- Jay's performance. Uh, he's the
1: foundation. This whole story is built on. Yeah. Obviously, Roman's the guy with a thousand day reign. Yeah. He's the guy that gets all the glory, but Jay Uso is the heart and soul of the story. Jay line. is the
0: catalyst. Yeah, he's the heart and soul, and he's the he's the thread has continued to uh, to day
1: one. Roman's first title defense was against Jey Uso, man. Yeah, so uh, yeah,
0: shout, shout out to uh, main event. But today.
1: yeah, I, I thought this match, similar to that triple threat U.S. title match, this could have been a raw SmackDown yeah. main event, and yeah. I would not yeah. know the difference. Not saying it wasn't a good match, but this was just this was kind of a little, a little bit of a palate cleanser before. the Yeah, the, main the event. problem
4: is, is it followed Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. That was that, yeah, yeah, that was that's, you
0: know, that's what a, you said. That's a terrible spot hell of a for that come, come match. down
1: match. I think they, you know, Triple H is really smart because... I think in the past you maybe would have either seen Rhea Ripley and Zelina Vega get put in that spot, mm-hmm. or that United States Championship triple threat, and I think either one of those matches would have just straight up died. Yeah. Of death in true, that spot, true. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't think they, you know, even they with still the,
0: wanted to keep the energy up yeah. a little bit, but not. Yeah, you blood, know.
1: yeah, blood, If you got the bloodline and Sammy and KO out there, you're at least going to be able to maintain the vibe. Yeah, to the main event,
0: I don't know. I don't know if you could have killed that Puerto Rican crowd, dude. It would. Right. It would have took you know a yeah, lot of
1: extinction. They, they do do a better job. I feel like I feel like in the past a lot of times on the pay-per-views there would be matches that were just straight up set up for death and i feel like we haven't seen that in the last few months
0: yeah moving on to our main event of the night we got brock lesnar versus cody rhodes make me earn it make me earn it <laughs>
2: that,
1: yeah that's you know we know we, we give cody shit for being such a cornball dude like <laughs> Just to let you know how goofy that was, dude. Our five-year-old son Brett, who's turned into a pretty damn little hardcore wrestling fan, he saw that when it first happened, and he was saying it all, Friday, you know, all, all week. You know, make me earn it, make <laughs> me earn it. And then when that ended up being like the closing shot of the montage, his just face lit up every time he heard it, dude. Yeah. So, and now that's what sometimes when he's like, you know, we're incentivizing stuff around the house. You know, like, hey, you know, if you if you're nice to your sister, you know, we'll. We'll, we'll let you let play you games. Play some Nintendo Switch for an hour. He'll say, you know, make whoa, me whoa, earn it. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> hold on!
3: As Cody Rhodes penetrated the Phelps household.
1: Oh, he likes Cody. We yeah, oh, were bumping Kingdom. We were bumping Kingdom on the way to the soccer game today. That's one he, of his hype up wow. songs. He loves Cody games.
0: Rhodes theme song. Damn. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, and you know he loves. I think. I don't think it's so much Cody. I think he loves. He's all into spooky stuff, and he knows Cody's the American Nightmare. So that was kind of like Cody's end for uh, you know getting uh, over with our five-year-old being called the Nightmare.
0: Let it be known though that on the way to the soccer game, I I definitely heard Seth go. Whoa! Of course.
1: I always do that. Dude, to make fun of him, dude. <laughs> that's I, a secret. I, yeah, Cody. I was I just about to so. say,
4: I'm, Cody I'm, Mark, dude. I'm shocked that the Kingdom has made it into your phone. That's that's the most shocking thing of this whole thing. You actually downloaded and paid for that song. Is this you, oh, this is have- on YouTube. It's okay, a, we, we YouTube okay, 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 okay.
0: Well, you you also have no idea how our five-year-old, like every every song he hears that he like even partially likes, he's like, can we download that the, song? Yeah, the, playlist,
1: the playlist on the way to the soccer game today was Solo Sokoa's theme song, yep. then we did Cody. Evil Doink. Then Becky Lynch, then Doink's what? heel theme. He loves this,
0: Doink's heel theme. This
1: is how hardcore of a wrestling fan our son loves
0: is. The, and he doesn't want, want Babyface Doink theme. He no, wants it's the got to be Heel
1: Doink. So mm-hmm. we had Heel Doink's theme. Then we had the Usos OG theme, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm on top, and the old one, dude, like with the face paint. <sighs> yeah. And then Roman Reigns. That's that was that was the playlist all the way to the. Uh, the that's the game.
3: downside to when your kid gets into wrestling, because the the not the first music they hear, but the most music they hear is all wrestling theme songs. So that's pretty much oh, yeah. what, mm-hmm. what you're going to be listening to for for pretty much forever <laughs> as long as yeah,
0: sometimes <laughs> sometimes we have to tell we tell him like you know he'll request be, he'll, the request closed. lines closed closed he'll be like he'll be like saying hey can you play solo Sakoa's song hey can you get a lot of this stuff he you knows yeah. on YouTube and we're like no dude we're not pulling that up and
1: right you know most of the WWE themes are like 45 second loops <laughs> yes oh yeah five or the six times, so. He's,
0: another another favorite of his is uh, Gunther's song yeah
1: he know? loves Gunther's song
0: yeah, yeah Gu- Gunther's second song is what he calls it because he doesn't want the Walter theme well
1: no he did the Wal- that's the other thing. We did Walter's- og theme the classical song that was on the way to the soccer game today too yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah,
0: that's all i hear all day long
3: alexa play this alexa play um, (laughs) alexa play
0: uh oh brett brett has asked for an alexa because one of his friends has one and i'm like absolutely uh, not like not not on my watch
1: (laughs) i thought this match was pretty cool um you know not a whole lot to say obviously we know after monday night it was really just setting up the rematch I will say though that this is the benefit of using blood sparingly, man. Yeah. Like it seemed it seemed like such a big deal when when Brock got busted open. And we love AEW, but you know, they overdo it so much, like this you wouldn't even bat an eye if somebody got busted open like this in AEW.
0: Yeah, and dude, when you see a bleeding Brock you know he's like a fucking bull That's been just like poked dude Like that's like the one thing I'm like dude If I busted Brock's head open I would be like Running my ass Out that stadium As fast know, as I could dude Like I don't
1: know how hard He hit that turnbuckle Because I watched In super slow mo He did not blade man. I told Seth that I said he did way, it hard yeah, yeah. way dude And yeah. Seth said
0: I think he bladed man I was like no he nah, dude it. He freaking yeah, are- yeah, Got
1: I, that I, I, thought he bl- I thought he did A real quick blade job Right before he hit it But I went back afterwards And watched it No Unless there's some sort no. of Camera magic no. dude That we just missed man Man, I think he straight up got bust over hard way, and that was he was bleeding like a
0: stuck no, pig. Man. He did hard way at thirty one too, right? Yeah. I mean, that was, I mean, as far as Brock, we can tell, yeah. Brock is, yeah, because even freaking... when like he,
4: when you saw his face uh on Monday, like you could definitely tell that was not a blade job. Oh yeah, it, it, yeah, because
0: yeah. he had a black because he had a black eye and yeah, everything. Dude, he, yeah, so I think he it just like totally he
4: went, messed his he face went up full fucking diesel into that top (laughs) rope like
1: think about what a badass you got to be to just straight up headbutt a steel turnbuckle dude like i wouldn't know
4: i feel bad for the turnbuckle. i I wouldn't
1: dude you'd have to give me five bucks to like headbutt the armrest of my couch as hard as (laughs) well
4: at least we know where the starting point is (laughs) no five
0: bucks (laughs) yeah we'll work our way up yeah he he hit hard man um I'm not not surprising that Cody Cody won. I mean, I this is kind of what we thought. We yeah. thought Cody
1: was going to either steal Squeak a victory bye. or some sort of smage or something. What I want to know is, what are they doing for the rematch? Because you know, nothing's ever mentioned by accident on WWE and on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Brock challenged him to a fight, and then Cody said, "I accept Brock's challenge to a fight uh, in, at Night of Champions." So is this going to? Are we going to get the fight pit? It's going to be like a Saudi street fight? Like, what are, what are we doing know. here, man? I, I I was thinking Hell in a Cell or Steel Cage, but they definitely said it's going to be, uh you know, a capital F fight. Lions Den.
0: Hmm.
2: Lions That
1: would be cool.
0: <laughs>
1: fight pit would be cool. I don't know if they'd ship the fight pit over to uh, Saudi, though.
0: They, yeah, they would, dude, because they would ship. I mean, they, they'd spare no expense on those Saudi Saudi just shows, build a dude. fight pit yeah, over there. Yeah, they just build a fucking fight pit. They should just pit, do a yeah. fight
4: in the streets of Saudi and, like, the hood of Saudi. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. <laughs> the Saudi
4: street fight. <laughs> Escape with your life. <laughs> the Arabian night street fight.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. know. I'm interested to see. I Like I said, there's definitely some sort of gimmick coming. Up. We, we've never had a straight up just fight match. Oh, it's probably going
3: to be like an unsanctioned or something like that. An That's like, what man. I'm
1: thinking, dude. Yeah, unsanctioned match. I can see something yeah. like that. I, I think Brock gets the win. They stretch this to Money in the Bank, man. I think yeah. Brock's going to get his win back. And then we see, uh, then go to money in the bank. How crazy is it going to be that we're going to go three straight pay-per-views outside of the continental United States? Yeah. Cause we're going, uh, we had, we had Puerto Rico, which, you know, it's U.S. territory, but still it's outside of the, uh, you know, the lower 48. And then we're going to Saudi. And then the next show after that is in the the UK.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fucking burning up the Maryland miles, dude. WWE ain't very, uh. Climate conscious. No,
4: that's good though, because that'll give us three different crowds other than the U.S. crowds for pay-per-views. Because, dude, depending on the city they're in, sometimes the crowds for the pay-per-view suck. So, yeah, uh, the, the London crowd's gonna be insane. Oh,
0: the Ukraine crowd's gonna be freaking awesome, yeah. dude.
4: Yeah, unless I'm mistaken, dude, the next U.S.
1: crowd for a premium live event is gonna be SummerSlam in Detroit, and that's gonna be in the football stadium, So, You know, that's gonna be that's lit. correct.
4: Mm-hmm. Be some stabbings in that bitch.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we move on to our ne- So let's let's f- go. You know, we'll do uh thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I give Backlash two enthusiastic thumbs up, man. I thought it was excellent.
0: I gave it two enthusiastic thumbs up, too. I felt like the, the pacing That's something we didn't talk about. I felt like the pacing of the show was really good. It didn't stretch out too long. Like it was just a uh, a well planned out show. Marcio? i give it two thumbs up.
1: All right, Jordan, you shit all over this last week, man. We're waiting with, uh, with bated okay, breath, I, man. I, I'm Lucky not going to give it a full backlash. two thumbs
4: up for the reasons. I oh said, hold on. My stop. God. Just wait. For the reasons that I said, I, I did the things that I did not like about it going into it were the things I did not like coming out of it. The fact that almost every match was <laughs> predictable. i did not like that part yeah so it definitely gets a thumbs up like i said the presentation was awesome crowd was insane um the bad bunny match alone makes me want to go back and watch the pay-per-view so it definitely gets a thumbs up i just wish the matches weren't also predictable so you're one thumbs up one thumb sideways Uh, uh, yep yeah that's one and a half thumbs for jordan
1: Kinky. All right. One more little uh, nugget of news before we move on. It looks like at least preliminary planning is in place for WrestleMania 43 43. to be in Nashville, Nashville. man. So I just want to make sure Jordan, Marco, you guys are you got plenty of time to plan for this. Start setting some cash aside. Because it's gonna be the biggest uh, celebration of all things Chick Foley we've ever had. We, That's we right. need to take over the Wild Horse saloon again. I'm just gonna, gonna rent Foley I'm just gonna rent listening. a fucking
0: bus, dude. I'm gonna drive you know, instead of just taking the van and you all that time.
1: Mom my mom my, yeah, the, I'm my mom. I'm gonna drive it. My mom runs a charter bus company, dude. So yeah. we got the hookup on a charter bus, dude. everybody yeah. everybody come to Morgantown, Kentucky and we'll, we'll take a on lux- the charter bus. We'll take a luxury charter bus to uh to WrestleMania in Nashville,
0: exactly. you're gonna, you're gonna, Yeah, you're I, gonna drive the bus. I'm gonna drive. I'm gonna drive the bus. You're gonna yeah. your I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a CDL between now and uh, 2025 or whatever. The you mean, after the story Seth
4: told us. No, last 2027. Week, you're gonna drive oh, the yeah. bus. Sheena's Sheena's oh, yeah. gonna drive the actual bang bus.
0: <laughs> I'm going to drive an actual bang bus. Yeah. It's going to well, be. At least if
1: we're in the bus, we know we'll be on, we'll come in on top of any like head on oh
0: collisions. My God. At least. Yeah.
4: Oh, wow. Yeah. She was just pulls into oncoming traffic on the interstate. <laughs> Plowing through them.
0: Can you guys, can you imagine, Jordan, who's somebody who has ridden with me multiple and I, I hate to talk shit about myself because I feel like I am a good driver. I used but to so, be a good driver. So, can you imagine <laughs> me interior. trying to like pull into like a, a mall no. somewhere and like park that no. bus?
4: You can barely <laughs> park the van like let's
0: remember I, mi- I missed the turn for and the then mall you drove and then I by ended like- having to go down the back alley drove by like <laughs> 10
4: empty parking spots and then somehow parked in the parking spot where the car next to us was inside your line like it was just a whole thing <laughs>
1: I was telling you the other day I was bitching about it dude like we used to pretty much separate driving responsibilities 50 50 like it's very rare that I I don't just immediately go to the driver's seat just what do you think it
0: is dude why why has my driving deteriorated I think it's over the gotta years. be
1: something with the kids man like the focus and like I think the focus like you, you know if this is an RPG your focus skill <laughs> has gone down and like your jitteriness skill has gone up dude and you know those two things in combination of just you know Made you more erratic driver. I was Plus, at, I
0: never drive at night anymore, dude. I'm like an old lady. I don't... Yeah,
1: if it's like, sometimes, like, there'll be, like, something we need from, like, the grocery store or, like, Walmart or something, and I'll ask if she wants to go, and she's like, well, if I leave now, it's gonna be, like, 5.30 by the time I get home. <laughs> I'm like, okay, and...
0: But, dude, you... But, yeah, you, you say that, and it sounds funny, but you also don't have to realize, like, when you are a mom, like, you like, okay, well, I gotta start dinner at this time. I gotta set this out. I gotta do this. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain notes that you have to hit throughout your day yeah, so,
1: in the evening time yeah if you the get evening off time, script exactly rough, dude. Dude.
0: if you get off script and you miss like your freaking dinner window like especially with little kids they end up being up too freaking late you're you're worn out you're ready to just go to fucking bed and yeah it's too much
1: all right let's get on to our next segment it's going to be the latest edition of how many chicks All right. How many chicks is a segment where I have randomly selected one of our over fourteen hundred wrestling figures in our collection? Sheena is going to be. Uh, don't open it yet, Sheena. Okay. Patience. Okay. Uh, we'll we'll roll it out as a surprise, and then we'll all go around and do a uh, a live review on it. So, Sheena, you ready to reveal?
0: Let's go. It looks like we have a Emma. Is this, this is not a basic, right? It no, is a basic. Oh nice. This is
1: nice. Loki banger right here. Tell me you guys aren't dancing right now hearing Emma's OG theme.
4: I'm not dancing right now hearing Emma's OG theme.
1: Wow. Marco, I know <laughs> you course. I know you're busting out the old uh, bushwhackers and I was Jace moving. dance moves. All right, so we have, if you guys want to pull it up on a wrestling figure database, Jordan and Marco, we have Basic65, this is heel Emma. So, uh, Sheena, take us through your thoughts on this one.
0: So, I, I like this figure. Um, I forgot how good the old women's basics Uh. Used to be, dude. Like, got lots of articulation I like. Um, she's got the, the painted gloves on. The one thing I've always hated about women's basic is, is instead of just, like, molding new stuff, they just paint the titties. And uh, <laughs> She's definitely like, got
1: silver titties.
0: Yeah, she's got silver titties. And it's like, you can see where the, you know, the sculpt for the, the bra or the, you know, halter top is. But then she's got, like, all the other starts. So I've always hated that aspect of it. Just as a woman, I'm like, that's so annoying. Um, paint them titties. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> painted titties. <laughs> basic, the
1: little half gloves.
0: Yeah, that's what I said. She got the little half gloves. Um, lots of detailing on this for a basic. Lots of, you know, paint apps. And I think it's a good big.
1: Yeah, so she has two figures in the Mattel line. So this was basic 65 released towards late 2016. She got that
0: purple one too, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then she had basic 49... That, um, that was her, her baby face figure. That was like baby face Emma. Her first time in the line with the the pink gear yeah and stuff. Painted so. titties and
0: painted belly on that one.
1: Yeah. We actually, do you remember where we got this figure at Sheen?
0: I don't remember where we got So we got, we
1: got this. this from the Walgreens in Wahiwa in Hawaii. <laughs> so this is from that period of time. I remember
0: when we used to go to yeah, that Yeah, there was
1: a period of time where Walgreens was the spot to get new wrestling figures. basically We San stopped at like, in Hawaii. Be-
0: this was, you know, uh, this was BC for me and Seth before kids we used to like just go on dates and we would like stop at every Walgreens along we
1: the way. We did the WalMarts and the Targets and the Walgreens. Remember Jordan? You picked up some figures at Walgreens in Hawaii. I did and- yeah?
4: I'm still trying yeah, to get Walgreens over the was- fact that she just said BC and then said before kids right after it. I don't know how you spell yeah. kids, but before oh man, children. BK. Yeah, before children, before children,
2: before <laughs> children.
4: <laughs> 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 her brain no working. Get, getting different <laughs> thoughts after talking about painted titties. <laughs>
1: Uh, Jordan, Marco, do you guys have Emma in your figure no, collection? I do not. Shame on you guys. Shame.
0: Seth loves Seth loves Emma.
1: I love Emma, dude. I remember so not to get like super pervy, dude, <laughs> oh, but boy. Yeah, you know, know, you guys remember we went into detail, um, how pissed off we were about uh Starcast at Nashville this past summer, how we got gypped on meeting oh, yeah. Bret Hart and the How overall was just a the overall setup was, yeah, like Sheena said, just clusterfuck. I still would just about say I damn near got my money's worth because I got to see Emma in person, <laughs> and she's stunning, man. Like, really, like she is a she's a beaut, dude. So <laughs> to sound all right. yeah. All right, let's get into it. So Sheena, we need your rating from a 0.0 being the least to 5.0 being the best. What do you give? Basic sixty-five Emma.
0: I am going to give it a three point five. I think it's a good figure, um, especially for a basic. Again, it loses a little bit of points because it's got the basic, you know, paint job and all that. No, no, um, it's got
1: the elite articulation though. It
0: does have the elite articulation. This was which was back as I said, during that's how where women's you, figures were dope. It was really, back in the day. it was
1: kind of deep into the basic line. I think it was into like this. This is one of the last ones, but it was into like the early seventies before uh, of series number before they switched they to the basic it. articulation yeah. on the females, dude. Up to that. Any, That's why it took
0: me a minute when I pulled her. When I pulled her, out, I was like, "Wait a minute!" I thought she only had basics, and then nah, I was like,
1: "Basically, for uh, pretty much any female figure you got in Basic Series Seventy and before, it's actually got our t- our
0: ultimate articulation. Excuse me,
1: elite. elite articulation. Articulation.
4: Articulation. articulation. Yeah. Artic-
1: <laughs> I told you guys, is Double Galaxy starting to get to me, man. We got hurt get the listener mail. <laughs> yeah. All right. So sheena gave it three point five. Uh, Marco, what do you give Basic sixty five? Um,
3: I'm, I don't have it in hand, obviously, but just looking at the picks, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go three, um, definitely with Sheena, um, about the, uh, you know, the paint, the painted uh, breastuses area. Not a big fan <laughs> of that. Uh, um the, the head scans. Her chesticles. <laughs> <laughs> chesticles. Uh, that's <laughs> always a funny word. Uh, the head scans. real. I think the head scans really good. She has like the, the scowl and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: and that's, and this is when, you know, Mattel wasn't doing great female scans a lot. Yeah.
1: Good, really good um, head sculpt. Like I said, Sheena knew exactly who it was when she took it out. That's not always a lock with some of the female
4: figures. Yeah, no,
3: other than that, yeah, no, I, I, I think it's a pretty decent fig for a for a basic.
4: Jordan, yeah, I think this is a really good figure for a basic. Outside of the paint, I mean, which isn't great, but yeah, her head scan's phenomenal on this figure. Mm-hmm. It does have lead articulation. I'm actually going to go high on this one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go a three nine.
0: That's a good score.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of right there with Jordan. I give it three eight. I think this is a really great figure. Basically, a perfect Emma figure, man. The yeah. only reason it's not higher is because it is a basic. So, she needs you know, some glasses. Yeah, some sunglasses or some sort of entrance gear would have set it off, man. But as far as a basic goes, like this is definitely one of the better ones. I love the little half gloves. And like Marco said, the head sculpt's on point. This really
0: so. makes me miss the elite articulation or the ultimate articulate. What am I saying?
1: Elite, elite articulation on basics. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of bang for your buck. That was kind of like a uh, a nice little value hustle there for a while yeah. that we had going. Um,
0: we were picking up all the women's figs back then.
1: Yeah, I think the thing was, you know, <laughs> it was kind of a product of the women not getting the love they really deserved in the when line. Because there the weren't line. that many of them, so they mm-hmm. could afford to do it, right? But yeah. then they, they kind of started putting basically one female in just about every line. So yeah. I think it just didn't make sense cost-wise. Yeah,
4: all right, so... Crunch.
1: She comes up with three of a 3.55 was her average. We always round up, so we'll give her a 3.6. So, since we reset the scale for how many chicks, because you know, Sheena just totally messed up our ratings before, uh, we've done 14 of these and Emma ranks number nine, so a little bit towards the low end, but I think that's more of just the issue of her being a basic. And we've had some really good figures that we've looked at since yeah. we've done that. Yeah, elite Tatanka remains the all-time benchmark for uh, <laughs> elite forty-seven Tatanka is the all-time benchmark for uh, for how many chicks, man. Yeah. So, all right, Sheen, do we got listener mail?
0: You know we do. Our first listener mail comes in from Zach Hertzler. He says, you have a choice between Mexican food or barbecue food. What are you going with?
1: Mexican Easy all day, man. Yeah. yeah. I like Mexican food better, and I feel like it's way harder to screw up, man. Like, we I mentioned, we were just talking about this the other day. You, I can't remember ever having a bad experience at a Mexican restaurant.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like Mexican food is just, it's just always good it always hits the spot i've had really excellent barbecue food that was just like you know i've had some life-changing barbecue food but also i've had some really like mediocre mid yeah some totally mid barbecue food that was just like eh you know so i think um you know definitely mexican all day long jordan what about you
4: mexican or barbecue Mm, i'm gonna go barbecue I just, oh, man. we live, so Kansas City is only a short two and a half hour drive. Oh, and I, yeah, I mean, that's some of the best barbecue you can get. Don't get me wrong. I love Mexican food. Uh, my wife is Hispanic, so we eat Mexican food a lot. But man, it, it's pretty tough to beat really good barbecue for me.
1: See, we're in Memphis, which it's a barbecue capital, but they're all about the dry rub here. And yeah. like, I like a little bit of a saucy barbecue. I like man. sauce. Yeah, like I can appreciate sauce a dry knows. rub barbecue and. You know, we went to Baby Jack's from Jordan Street. They got pretty good barbecue. But as far as, like, the straight-up authentic Memphis barbecue, that's not really my style, man. I like I like Carolina barbecue, the more, like, not the super sweet sauce, the more, like, vinegary sauce and stuff, man. But I don't
0: like it to be – I like it to have a little bit of body to it. I don't want it to be just a straight vinegar sauce. I want it to have a little you bit like of, like, goop. thickness. Yeah, yeah, I like a little bit of goop. It doesn't have to – I like sweet barbecue sauce, too. Don't get it twisted. I love barbecue sauce all across the board. But um, I do like a, a sweet heat type of, you know –
1: Okay, uh, yeah, barbecue. No, good, good barbecue is good. But like I said, if I'm if I'm walking up and there's a Mexican restaurant on one side and barbecue on the other, I'm hitting Mexican exactly because
0: you know you know you're gonna it's gonna hit. Marco, what about you? Uh, barbecue. I'm, gonna, I'm with Jordan on this one. Uh, wow, yeah, that's that's surprising. I thought it was going to be across the board. Uh, I mean, it's
3: it's uh, I don't know. It's something about. Uh, I mean, especially if you have really good barbecue. Uh,
0: What's your guys' favorite barbecue? Are you like brisket people? Or are you like pork people? Like pulled pork or like ribs? Like what? What's your what's your Smoked barbecue go sausage. to? Brisket, much all of
4: it. <laughs> brisket, brisket and uh, briskets, and ribs are my go-to. Brisket, ribs,
0: brisket's damn good. Straight up, dude. I, I know this is like probably gonna offend oh, a lot of bark, like barbecue oh, people man. out there, but Seth, Seth brought me a brisket sandwich from Bucky's when he was on his way oh, back from, point, and dude, that was freaking awesome, dude. Bucky, was, I
1: mean, Bucky's is legit barbecue. That's just no joke, dude. It I don't was, think that, I don't think anybody, anybody is just getting offended by that's just being a snob.
0: Yeah, it was, it was so good, dude. Like, and it had been in a car for like five hours. So. Yeah, probably
1: made it better, dude. <laughs> yeah. All the flavors were kind of like still developing yeah, and stuff.
0: Yeah, meet each other in the, in the wrapper. But yeah, it was, it was so freaking good. Everybody said that the brisket was good and they were not lying. So if you gave me the Bucky's brisket recommendation, mahalo. Aaron Kakamo says, do you think Bad Bunny... Versus Damian Priest is the match of the year so far. I thought it was just excellent, and that crowd was something special, which I hadn't seen in a long time.
1: I I was thoroughly sports entertained, but no, I, not it's not in the, my conversation yeah. for match of the year, man. Match of the year, I look for something different. Like I said, the straight up popcorn fun match that was great. Yeah, we talked about it before. That that match was like a summer blockbuster, right? That was like a big like Marvel MCU uh, like smash hit, but it wasn't like an Oscar award winner for best picture. You know, if I'm mm-hmm. using like the movie metaphor, yeah. so. Not in the match of the year category for me, but I got, you know, wrestling's up to everybody's individual taste. I got no beef with it. If somebody said it was their favorite match. Yeah, this it's objective.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Sambro says, Sheena, what's one thing you can't go all natural on? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know why I feel like that's like that question deserves some giggles. <laughs> <laughs> because it does.
0: So, so here's what I'll say. Um, Personally, I don't think there is anything that I couldn't go all natural on that I just feel like, oh, that would be impossible for me to like make that switch or change or whatever. I feel like being married to Seth has kept me grounded for the most part because there's no telling how off the freaking walls, holistic, like, you <laughs> know. be
1: living in like a house made of sticks, like the, <laughs> like <thing>. a Yeah. An adobe.
0: Yeah. A, wood, uh, adobe. <laughs> yeah. Um, a Pueblo. Exactly. So, I mean, I, there, I I fully believe in like living a, a healthier lifestyle, but I mean, I do, I do try to stay balanced. And so as much as I like drink, you know, raw milk and buy like, you know, Coffee
1: colonics. Yeah.
0: Bougie coffee and, you know, get organic coffee for enemas and all the, the nine, <laughs> the, the things. Um, I think the, um, I still like, you know, I mean, we order Domino's pizza. And so to we're answer we're, question, we're pizza. I'm, I'm getting, I'm know. getting there. The one I think the one thing that's probably the hardest, like in my life right now, like I would love to go like all natural, like clothing, like natural materials, (laughs) but that shit is so expensive. Well, I mean, dude, there's all kinds of like PFAS, like sheepskins, (laughs) yeah, like fucking wool and like you know cotton linen linen you wear linen in the summertime so it keeps you nice and you know the temperature you want to be oh, at go. but yeah i think but the problem with that is is like those materials are so freaking expensive that companies who make those types of clothing like charge out the ass for it. again because they're not using like slave labor to make them you know so it's like um it that's why they they cost a lot more and whatever anyway i won't go down that rabbit hole but that's been the the hardest the hardest challenge i wish i could like you know have a full like linen wool wardrobe oh but gosh. uh you know <laughs> It's just not. It's just not in the. Thank court.
4: God, so it keeps you on somewhat of a straight arrow. narrow. Because <laughs> what you're saying now would make me instantly be like, "Hey, Sheen, uh, we can be friends from afar, but that's about it."
0: <laughs> Bitch, you would be hugging me all the time. Can you imagine if I was wearing like a sheepskin, like yes. you know, clothes? Yes,
4: I can. You would, you would because you would I be... just told you I start sweating when it's 70. You think that's going to help then? <laughs>
0: Hey, listen, I mean, I, I still wear like, you know, repurposed clothing. I, I have a you know very hippie, dippy wardrobe. It's like, you know, repurposed saris from India and stuff. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Sambro also says, what's one wrestler each of you identify the most with? I'm going to have to go with Planet's Champion, Daniel oh, Bryan, no, since we're on what the topic. You know. <laughs> I
4: never thought of
0: that. <laughs> what about you, Jordan?
4: I don't know. It it have to be. I mean, I I am a little bit out there and off my rocker sometimes. So I'll, I'll go with Bray. I just I, and uh, he loses all the time, and I lose all the time. So <laughs> oh, it's, just, Jordan. it's just it's a just story of my life. Oh uh, no, laughter you, from Marco. He must be peeing. <sighs> he
0: he smiled. He smiled really big.
3: <laughs> I actually never thought of that. Who who do I identify with the most? Uh, probably Mick Foley, Mankind, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, all the, all multiple the, all personalities. the, all the multiple okay. personalities.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel that. Seth?
1: Uh, I think I'd probably go Mox, man. Just kind of like. Meat and potatoes, put your head down Just keep plowing through life,
0: dude <laughs> okay. bleed, bleed every five just minutes Bleed, <laughs> bleed so a lot
4: Just keep way. plowing through life
0: <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <Wow>. Oh <laughs> man
4: uh,
0: Sambro, you guys wearing board shorts Or Speedos to the beach this summer? <laughs>
1: board shorts, dude. The you know way they wear Speedos it's just like, what do you why doing, not? dude? Like, I get weirded out when I there's mean, Speedo-
4: like...
0: Mar- Marco, Marco wears Speedos. Speedos is
3: a brand, too. Isn't they? they do make uh, short, board shorts, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could rock like just but a regular Speedos like Speedos is like the red. generic
0: word yeah. for a banana like, you know,
4: Yeah, like, banana know, hammock.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, like tissues wear, is the, or uh, Kleenex is the generic word for tissues. I wear tissues, the one like you know? Borat
4: like, to the beach. No, you don't. Nice, dude. I get uncomfortable yeah. when I see somebody like a seventy-year-old man in a speedo at the pool. I'm like, come if on. I'm
0: seventy. Come on, bro. If I'm seventy, I'm gonna wear a damn speedo. Like he he don't want no freaking tan lines yeah, on his true. legs, dude. And he's seventy. He may just want to know what it feels like to be out in public in trunks, dude. I mean, so what's the difference? You don't get uncomfortable watching fucking. Gunther out there In fucking trunks Well first off Wrestling
1: trunks Cover up a lot more Than Speedos dude Speedos are super skimpy dude Like wrestling trunks Like Yeah they're in the same General shape as underwear (laughs) But if you really look They cover up a lot of ground Like look at somebody Wearing a pair of just Regular like Fucking BVD briefs, R- and somebody wearing wrestling R- trunks—they cover a Riddles lot more. In speedos um, now, a lot more real estate. I,
0: exactly, Riddles, Riddles, Riddles wearing speedos. Are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
1: am not saying. Yeah, I mean, there is different types. There is some that you know are a lot more like revealing, you know, a, more of a tight aren't, cut. Aren't Adam whatever. Cole's?
0: Aren't Adam Cole's like super small too? I think he wears like the little, the teeny tiny. Yeah,
1: you know. but, but in general, go back and look at like Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. Like their trunks are covering up a lot of real estate.
4: Yeah, I yeah. feel like in a speedo, yeah. you are one wrong move away from a ball being out. A ball python. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's not like 11 feet <laughs> <Yeah>. balls
0: before. <laughs> I think. I think you should just live and let live. Yeah. If you want to wear a speedo, yeah. Up to I the mean, beach, wear whatever
1: you want. But for me, like. Slide and anybody i'm rolling to the like if if i was like going with a group of friends to the beach and one of them showed up in the speedo i'd be like you're not fucking wearing that <laughs> dude. Shut up me. like, go. I, I mean i would that's to how passionately i feel about it i would tell them straight up like go fucking change
4: <laughs> speaking of that we are in tarps off season so if you're if you're mowing with the tarp on take the tarp off who gives a shit what your neighbors yeah, I know, think right?
0: oh Seth Seth, Seth mows with the tarp oh, yeah. off and then yeah. even Brett, Brett came out the other day while Seth was mowing. He said, can I take my shirt off like yeah. you? And then he <laughs> ended, Then Brett ended up going over to the neighbor's house to play basketball and he had his shirt off. He looked like a little, you know, it's just, <laughs> it just so funny seeing Brett over there shirtless, playing basketball it was like shirts and skins, you so know? Wild, yeah, it I, it yeah, just well,
4: weirds me out like how many people like go to the pool and like bigger dudes that just don't want to take their shirt off. I'm like, take bro. Your shirt off. Like, bro, who, who are you worried about getting judged by? Like, dude, there's like two people in here that could probably pass as like supermodel frames. Like let's relax here, man. We're not all built on their own skin.
0: Yeah. You don't have to, this is your permission. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about wearing a shirt at the pool or the beach this summer, this is your sign. This is permission to just take that shit off. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody worried about what anybody's body looks like. And if they do, them, yeah,
4: bro, if you need me to post some uh, shirtless pictures in the group, I will to give you some confidence. I don't have a problem. <laughs> don't say that.
1: People are going to
0: start bugging
4: you. Ooh, this is the start to my only thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, the Shawn Michaels pose with the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the belt I across. So we're,
3: so we're not doing the Chick-fil-A show
0: calendar? Should oh, we, we are. We're going we to make, a month <laughs> yeah, <for gotta laughs> make them pay for it. <laughs> The, we, I think that's going to happen. It's going to be uh, Seth, Seth, Marco, and Jordan in the Chick-fil-A show I'll calendar.
4: Just a bunch of pictures yeah. of us out in the yard mowing. <laughs> <laughs> Dr- Seth's drinking be, a mowing beer.
0: Yeah, Seth's going to be collecting eggs out of the nesting box. There's going to be a picture of him up in the attic, you know, shirtless in his, in his spear. Setting up the wrestling setting up, the arena. <laughs> yeah, up our yeah. figures,
4: shirtless. Um, looking nesting. back at the camera. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sambro says, you guys weren't... Oh, no. He says, uh, what's the dream autograph figure you'd want for your personal collection? I, a Stone Cold Steve Austin autograph has eluded me, so I would love to have... And I'm not a big autograph person. Like, I, autographs don't really do it for me. Yeah. I'm more of a, a selfie or an usy person, if it, as it were. Um, but uh, I, I want a Stone Cold Steve Austin autograph.
1: I would... If I could... Like, I'm the same as Sheena. Like, I'm a, I'm a loose collector, so... MOC autographs don't do a lot for me. If I had to pick one, I think I'd want to get a LJN MOC Ultimate Warrior signed. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, anything Warrior mm-hmm. signed would be awesome. Which obviously ain't happening now, but yeah, I mean we're going dream. So yeah,
0: yeah, Jordan.
4: I just said something. Yeah, you said, yeah. You said Oh, you said the, the same
3: thing. Warrior? All right,
0: Marco. Um,
3: so already said Warrior. Probably, probably the Rock. If, he, if 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 mm. I could swing it, yeah,
0: that'd be cool. Uh,
1: That's becoming a really tough signature to get, yeah, man. It's been a while since he's done any kind of signing.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine The Rock doing like a any sort of WWE signing. Can you imagine? No, that would be freaking bananas.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you got to catch him, just you know, at the airport or something, or that uh, he doesn't even go to airport yeah, at this he's point. You got <laughs> <him laughs> to catch <stalk> him wherever. Yeah. <laughs> just get lucky. Yeah.
0: Um, Sambo also says, "Do you bite or lick your Whoa. ice cream cones?"
1: Uh. <laughs> I mean you lick the ice cream and you bite the cone. I don't I don't bite the ice cream. Yeah. I don't
0: bite the ice cream. Yeah, ice cream. yeah you got to you lick the ice cream, bite bite the cone.
4: Jordan. <laughs> you,
0: are you guys cone people or are you uh, bowl people?
4: Oh, ooh. I, I, in summer bowl because it, that yeah. shit just melts so goddamn fast. Like if you have a big cone, yeah. that it's going to be melted everywhere. So I'm definitely a bowl person when it gets yeah. warm out. Same here.
0: Yeah
1: fuck that if I see somebody eating ice cream out of a bowl I just assume we got different philosophies (laughs) towards life
0: Oh, I, I, you know, uh, this is really going to freaking mess you up, dude. I eat ice cream out of a coffee mug. Yeah. Because it's got to, it's got <laughs> pur- I it's saw gonna, it. It's got to has
1: got to do something different, Yes, dude.
0: Jordan saw it in person, dude. Jordan saw the, dude, it's the perfect vehicle it for, actually makes for sense. ice cream. It actually makes sense. You get to hold the handle. Yeah. yeah. And guess what? I used to, actually, I still have it, but I haven't bought Ben and Jerry's pints in a long time. I have a mug that is the perfect oh, size that you can God. drop the whole pint into the coffee mug and you can just like eat the eat the ice cream out of the coffee mug in the pipe. The
3: ceramic might be cool enough to actually keep it colder a little bit longer.
0: It keeps it colder and it keeps your hands off of it. So your hands aren't warming up and melting the ice cream and it keeps your hands warm. Uh, It's the perfect solution. So if you're, if you're out there, yeah, it's pretty
3: genius. Ditch
0: the bowl and uh, get your ass a big ass coffee mug and uh, fill it, fill it with ice cream. Sambro, what's the most overrated wrestling figure line and what's the most underrated? Overrated? Said? I don't know
1: if there's any that are really that overrated, man. I uh, I feel like they're either properly rated or underrated, man. I can't really think of an overrated one off the top of my head, man. I mean, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'll fuck it i'll say it dude over it i think ultimate edition man like the mm-hmm. and i say that because i hate the edge articulation i really like the more it comes out i don't like the butterfly shoulders i don't like the drop down hips man i so i i love ultimate edition figures for the most part because we're generally getting like really really awesome attires and paint apps and accessories but um i feel like the people that are just like oh give us more give us more give us more articulation are kind of driving in the ground and yeah for underrated um I still feel like Jack's bone crunching action doesn't get the the love it deserves, man like those figures, yeah, some of them haven't aged as well, but I feel like that was just a really, really fun line
0: All right, that's uh funny that you say that because that'll lead us into our next question from our man, Brett Sharrow. What's your favorite Jack's figure line? I always preferred the deluxe aggression line, and it largely influenced the articulation adopted by Mattel in the elite line. I was also a fan of Ring Giants. Uh, I find myself tempted to go back and start a collection of the old Jax figures. Uh, Jordan, what's your favorite Jax figure line?
4: <laughs> Funny enough, I was looking on eBay the other day for Jax figures, and I'm like, maybe I should just collect the whole Maximum sweat line. I just... <laughs> 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 I, I think that line is kind of cool, honestly. I mean, I don't know... It was creative. It's
0: it's literally cool. It's sweating. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely
4: creative. It was creative. So Maybe I'll go back and do that. Maybe that'll be my next collection.
0: Seth, Marco, either of you got a favorite Jack's figure line.
1: I love the minis, man. Like those minis that came out in like 1997 and early 98. Uh, They'd all come with a ring, like a steel cage. I thought those were really, really cool, man. Like we, uh, you know, when we were to Music City Collectibles on SummerSlam weekend, I got a couple bags of those for Brett. And
0: Those are really cool. Yeah,
1: they're just really cool. So I'm definitely going to go back. And it w- it wasn't a big line either. I think there's only about 25, 26 different characters in that. So I'm going to go ahead and, and grab all those. And those are point. like
0: perfect collectible. Like if you have like a desk or like, you know, an office. Yeah, like they're those not are taking like, up much real yeah. estate. They're not taking up much real estate. You can create a whole collection. And they're just super fun. Oh. Like, you know, they're just they're fun to have in your hand. Uh, she said. uh, What about you, Mark? What about you, Marco? You got a favorite Jacks figure I'm line? I'm gonna go
3: with uh the uh, Jacks Classic Superstars, only because yeah, you yeah. can literally find every single wrestler that ever wrestled ever in the history of wrestling in that line because <laughs> they just everyone has a figure, everyone that did this has a figure. Beautiful here.
0: boxes.
1: I think that's the most influential <laughs> wrestling figure line ever, man. Because we had had. It was really, really rare before that you had any kind of like legends or like nostalgia mm-hmm. wrestling figures made, man. And that showed that not only was there a thirst for that kind of thing in the market, that would that would really come to like drive the collector, the adult collector market like going forward. You know, like obviously we like getting our current guys. But if the, if Mattel came out and just said like, hey, we're not making any more legends or nostalgia acts, I think you'd see the collector market just totally dry up for for the Mattel one. Mm
2: hmm.
0: Sambro, what is your favorite little Debbie cake? I got to go with oatmeal cream pie, dude. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's my classic favorite. My grandpa always used to have them at his house. Um, They're not too, they're not too, too sweet, you know, like, excuse me, like a zebra cake or something like that. Um, But uh, yeah, oatmeal cream pie.
1: There's none that I care for now. As a kid, I love fudge rounds, but Mm I'm not even sure. Is that little Debbie or is that like Hostess or something?
0: I think... I think fudge rounds might be hostess. Um, still
1: in the same the, the
0: Swiss rolls are hostess nope, for sure. You're good,
4: little Debbie. Yeah.
1: Makes fudge yep. rounds. Yeah. I used to love fudge rounds as a kid, the, but I, I They're I don't the same
0: know. texture. Yeah, they're the same texture as like a uh, as a oatmeal cream pie, yeah, but they're,
1: like they're chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, yeah, not, I'm a, not a, a huge fan of it. I'm not a snack
0: though. cake Eater now, yeah. They all there's way too sweet. Those
1: little like ch- it was like chocolate chip cookies with like the whipped cream in the middle. Those are pretty yeah. good too,
0: dude. Oh yeah, yeah. They're kind of like soft batch cookies. Yeah. yeah, those were. I don't know what those were called, but they were really good. What about you, Marco? Favorite little Debbie cake?
3: Yeah, the my go to is the oatmeal cream pies.
0: Yeah, yeah. so good, man. uh the, this this ice cream shop. Since we talked about ice cream, this ice cream shop in Virginia. That uh, I really liked. They they made an oatmeal cream pie ice cream, dude, and it was spot on. Like, I mean, they literally just mixed oatmeal cream pies into the ice cream, and it was it was everything I could have imagined. It was amazing. So if you're out there and you want to make like an oatmeal cream pie milkshake, or you know, it's it's a good idea. Works well,
4: Jordan. Uh, I was always a fan of Nutty Bars. I just for some reason, my
0: mom my mom loved the nut. Yeah, the the Nutty Bars.
4: Yeah, I mean you don't even have to imagine the little Debbie thing. Cause they made all the, uh, little Debbie cakes into ice cream. Now like you can find them at every store now.
0: I yes. I remember, um, Mike Lanham was tagging me in all those. Cause we, we had talked about, you know, all the, our love for little Debbie, They're but, good. uh, Yeah. It's just, it's just such a childhood. Like I said, I don't eat snack cakes now, but, um, my mom, you know, we used to go, she, there was this like day old bread store and they would always like unload their cakes for like super cheap. And she would like load us up. because we always had our cousins over and shit in the summer. And yeah, they were like the perfect snack. Sambro, what's the next concert you'd like to go to?
1: I don't see myself going to a concert again, man. It's just it's not my thing. Like I said, I think next time I'm gonna get set up for a concert. I'm just buying some Ticketmaster stock instead.
0: Yeah, we we thought about going to Morgan Wallen. Thank God we didn't, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like- that whole
1: fiasco from the Morgan Wallen concert in Ox—the last one in Oxford—kind of turned me off ever even doing that again.
0: You would go to Taylor Swift though. Yeah,
1: I mean, if someone got me the tickets, I would, man. Like it. I mean, be- I wouldn't pay
0: the price, but if you could just go. Like just like taking just go, taking yeah, money taking money out I'd love of
1: to it go, yeah taking the financial out of it I'd love to go see Taylor Taylor Swift on the airs tour. Dang
3: She's actually around here. To, I think next week she's at Gillette Stadium.
1: She was in Nashville last yeah, weekend. Only for yeah,
3: a mere thousand
4: dollars, you can sit on the roof. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: I would. I would rather freaking no. I, I no, not for me. Um, Jordan Marco, what's the next concert you'd like to go to?
4: Well, uh-huh. I wanted to go to Drake and Twenty One Savage this summer, but uh I ain't paying that kind of money for a concert. So Yeah.
0: Concerts are insane. The price for concerts has just like gotten so ridiculous that I'm just like, what like I don't know in what world I mean, I, I'm not shitting on anybody that likes to go to concerts, but I'm just like, no. Yeah. Hey,
4: like, it's it's
0: a, and a lot of times it's like standing room only and shit. And I'm like, No. Yeah, it's a fun absolutely time. not. I
3: mean, I definitely uh the uh, what do you call it? 50 Cent's doing his, uh, yeah, the, the 20 year trying. anniversary of, uh, oh my Get god, Richard trying, well, so. I
0: feel like me and Steph is have he to do that.
1: Is he doing stadiums or what? Is doing right.
3: He legit has like a million dates. So if you go on his Instagram, it's like. I think he's just he's just doing like venue, not like super large yeah, venues. Yeah, right
1: I'd, I'd love to see Fifty Cent doing that album in like a small theater, is, man. Much. Like I'm thinking like two thousand people, something like that. Would yeah, they're be all sick. like
3: small like venues, like the one he's coming to in August. Yeah,
1: that'd be here.
0: Cool, like the like the Blaisdell Center or something. Yeah.
1: No, not even the Blaisdell. I'm thinking like that place where we saw Amos Lee at in Richmond, dude. Ooh, like yeah, the National. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Blais- Blaisdell's like ten thousand people. Yeah, dude. Called-
0: Blaisdell holds ten thousand people. Yeah. Oh, wow. I think
4: closest to you guys is Nashville.
0: What, for 50 Cent? July
4: 28th in Nashville.
3: Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: don't think I'll be going, but... It was a a good thought. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good thought. Brett Scharro, so Cody isn't winning the consolation prize. Uh, You think we get a long build to finish his story and eventually circles back to Roman to finish the story at next year's WrestleMania, or do we get a shorter version at the SummerSlam? I think if it's done right, they can pull this off. I just hope it doesn't get too drawn out. Mm.
1: I don't think Cody's getting that belt, man. He was never going to be harder <laughs> than he was going into Mania. Yeah. I just think it's not going to happen for him. I don't think he's going to, I'm not saying he's never going to get it. I don't think he's going to be the guy to take it from Roman.
0: Mm. All right. You're not going to so,
1: let Jordan oh, I, and uh, Marco I, I,
2: win?
0: Well, yeah. I was just trying, I'm just trying to go through listener mail. I was going pa- to pass this next one to uh, keep Jordan it, keep and then it pass the
4: next
0: Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Sambro, who realistically do you think will take the belt off MJF? Jordan?
4: I'm still going to go with Adam Cole until he doesn't do it. I yeah. just I think that's that's like that. the money for taking it off him is Adam Cole. All
0: right. Um Marco, Tony Barker wants to know who do you think the best Batman is?
3: The best Batman, jeez. Let me think, man. I can't go nostalgic because everyone, you know, I grew up in the Michael Keaton days. I oh, like you Michael can Keaton, go nostalgic. but I mean Christian, I, I, yeah.
0: I, Michael I, Keaton's awesome. I mean Christian Bale's dope. Christian dude. Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale is. Um, it's just two different characters, See, I think. <sighs> like Michael Keaton, they both play it kind of like dark and like not super comic booky, if you will. Like I think, See, I don't know, a, it's one of those two. Yeah, for that's me. a
3: whole other discussion that you have to get into because you have to throw in Ben Affleck in there as as the Bruce Wayne. Because his Bruce Wayne is probably the best Bruce Wayne out of all of them. Um Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, get, I'll play it safe and go with Michael Keaton because obviously he's coming yeah, back in the flash. You
0: splash. can't go wrong. That's, and, um, I think that's hater proof. Yeah, we're getting
4: him back this summer. I, I think yeah. Adam West is a really good Batman too in the the OG show. Oh, that's cool. I love that's, that. Wow,
0: <laughs>
1: dude, you know who I think <laughs> was a good Batman in a bad movie was Val yeah. Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, he was in yes. Batman Robin. I think. Like, I, I think if. You know, the cards were different, and they cast Val Kilmer in those first two Tim Burton Batmans and Batman Batman Returns. I think it totally would have worked, man, but he was just, he was almost too, playing it too serious in that super campy, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Batman Forever that we got.
0: Yeah, I agree. George
4: Clooney's still the worst one, though.
1: Yeah, George Clooney was just, just that's not even Batman.
0: Yeah. Tony Barker, how do you feel regarding the rumored AEW roster split? Do you feel this is necessary to placate CM Punk or the Elite or just childish at this point?
1: If this is really true, man, like I said, I I don't we're not in the inner workings of AEW, so who knows. But if it really is true that they're doing this roster split to a PCM Punk, I think it's the absolute worst thing AEW could do.
0: Yeah, that could be, that could honestly be the demise of AEW. I think if they're, if they really are doing it to placate CM Punk, then I think that could be like the crux of like the, the the fall of AEW. I don't know
1: why they're trying to act like a Saturday show is going to be equal to Dynamite. Who the fuck is watching wrestling at 6.05 at on a Saturday other than not old me. people? Ain't this guy.
0: and old, And I don't even think old people, I don't even think old people are like watching AEW dude like that's not an I don't think that's an old person wrestling show this
1: whole Saturday show I've been seeing you know everybody seems Mm -hmm. to be trying to make a big deal out of it I see this Saturday thing just being a a brick
0: yeah I think it's I I don't think it's gonna last dude I say it I say it goes less than a year dude before Mm -hmm. they cut that show any other thoughts on uh, AEW Saturday show Mm
4: -hmm. next
0: Sam Bro. (laughs) Who's each of your favorite comedians? Oh, well, that's easy. It's definitely Ricky Gervais.
4: I bet it is. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
0: no, it's... Uh, I mean, I, I gotta go Michael Scott, dude. I gotta go with... Um, Michael Scott's not yeah, a comedian.
1: He's a TV character. He's,
0: he's funny, though.
4: <laughs> he's not a comedian.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, I think he means like a comedian. Like a
4: stand-up dude. comedian. Like
1: a stand-up, like a stand-up comedian? Up comedian? Yes. I'll go Mitch Hedberg, man. Mitch Hedberg, that dude's a legend. He's hilarious. Like, everything he says just tickles my funny bones. So, Mitch Hedberg's my yeah. guy. She said Michael
4: I'll Scott. go uh, Stavros. He,
0: he, t- he does improv, comedy. I'm gonna
4: go Stavros Halkias. I know I butchered his name, but he's awesome. He's a fat Greek dude and he's fucking hilarious. And then Matt Reif is awesome too. He's really funny. I don't know. Yeah, you're gonna look, gonna go. look them up. They're both funny. <laughs> I'm gonna go
3: uh I'm gonna go R. I P. Patrice O'Neill was uh that Good dude one. was a killer, dude. He was he was on his way after that uh, elephant in the room. Uh Special. If anyone hasn't seen that, definitely go watch it. It's uh Yeah, he was funny.
1: So
0: nobody nobody picked Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I think dude, that's a think good a like good I think beat. that's Dave I Spells think that's man. a freaking um that's a the surprise no, to me.
3: I like Dave Chappelle, like Dave Chappelle, Chappelle too. It's just yeah, I I feel it's just like a go to by now.
0: Yeah. Drew McIntyre really leaves uh if Drew McIntyre really leaves A or WWE at the end of his deal, where do you think would be the best landing spot? Impact.
1: I would just say go to New Japan <laughs> oh, for New a Japan. year, man. I think he'd stick out a lot more over New Japan than he would in AW and,
0: and that's from build a
1: build, build stock up for a year and then come back to uh, come back to WWE, mm-hmm. get an even bigger paycheck.
0: Do you guys really do you think do you believe that he will leave?
1: Nah, he's a he's a Vince McMahon guy. I think Vince will end up opening up so, the book. Uh, yeah,
0: the
4: they um, Name your price. I'd be shocked if he left. <clears throat>
0: All right, Sambro. So Roman is really going to hold these titles until next year's WrestleMania. It's looking like it, dude. I can't. I
1: could see him lose. I mean, yeah, we don't even have an, a, a, a challenger lined up for Night of Champions or Money in the Bank. It's kind of hard to really see who he's going to fight at SummerSlam. Let's just run Cody back. I am um, not. I don't think it's a lock, but at this point, that's what all signs are, are uh, looking like.
0: Zach Herzler, not sure if it's been asked before or not, but um, if you could bring back any past pay-per-view, what pay-per-view would it be? Example, King of the Ring, Unforgiven, et cetera, et cetera. Jordan, we've talked about this on the show before, but I, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long time ago.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, World War III is always the one that I'm always going to bring up. <laughs> if, if they did that endeavor to be, I'd mark the fuck out for that. I think it'd be awesome. So yeah, that's that's always going to be my, my answer for this one.
1: Hey, what if they did World War Three, but instead of it just being a sixty-man battle royal, it was three Royal Rumbles happening at the same time? Oh my
4: god! And then a triple threat match at the end of the night to determine the winner of the night. Oh my god!
1: Freaking pay me! I I don't know how I've never thought about that until now. That thought literally just came to me. But yeah, three rings. So every single you know every minute and a half, you got three more people coming out, going to the three rings at the same time, and. Oh. Yeah, I think that could be that'd be a great way to bring it back. Or do
4: like a do a raw one, an NXT one, and a SmackDown one, and the winners <laughs> of all those <laughs> yes, get the, the title shots at <laughs> Mania. Yeah, that'd be cool too, dude.
0: Um I was today Brett Shero, I was today years old when I found out Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's shoot name is Dick Blood. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about well, you?
1: The rare uh, the rare occasion where a, guy's kayfet, or where
4: a guy's shoot name is better than this yeah. oh, Dick Blood. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Dick Blood would be a pretty powerful wrestling name. <laughs> yeah. And out of the ring, Dick Blood.
0: Dick Blood. <laughs> Dick Blood. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Zach Herzler is ending us on a stinker talking about NHL. But uh, with the NHL playoffs going on, who do you have winning the Stanley Cup? Side note, if you don't watch hockey, why the hell do you not watch (laughs) hockey? This this almost offends me as much as the ranch.
1: When Sheena made those NBA picks last week, that was actually a lot more educated than any NHL prediction I could make. So I'm going to defer this one to uh, Jordan and Marco. So yeah.
4: before the playoffs started, I picked Boston. They just had a historic season and then they collapsed. So yep. go on the team to beat them. I'm gonna go with the Florida Panthers.
0: Wow. Marco, do you know anything about NHL? I do not. So we're, we're the- <laughs> isn't there isn't there a isn't there a penguins team? Yeah, no,
4: the Boston They're, Bruins. The Bruins that's that's I know, she was right. About. There is a Penguins team, and that's my favorite. Well, there is a penguins team.
0: Oh, that's maybe why that's why know. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I know that. So uh, thanks for thanks for the NHL talk, Zach. Um, I don't think we're going to start any NHL segments on the show anytime soon, but unless we, we're
1: talking about the goon, we appreciate only- yeah. yeah. it. Really <laughs> we about.
0: we we appreciate the variety of question. All right, thanks
1: everybody for chiming in with the questions this week. I want to remind you guys: this show has been brought to you by Ringside Collectibles. Use code Chick Foley to save ten percent on all of your. Figure purchases. Sheena, remind the listeners where they can find you guys on social media.
0: You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco running the Twitter machine at Chick Foley Show. Join all the Foley fam fun over on Facebook uh, at chickfoley.com. And be sure to check out our uh, brothers in podcasting over at Pod Foundation on Instagram.
1: All right. Marco is going for two consecutive oh trivia questions, correct? I uh, I got a preview of this question and it is a doozy.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, hit him with it, Shane. At the
0: 1991 Survivor Series, one team was DiBiase, the Mountie, Flair, and who? Oh man! Do 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 do, do, why, do, do want, why do I want to do, say? Do, is it Dito do, Bravo? Do, 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 do. Ah damn it! Not Dino Bravo. It is Warlord. Ah, it. Warlord.
1: That was one of those just random. Yeah. The team had no theme. It was just like here's four heels. Yeah,
3: Throw yeah. them together. See if they see if they stick.
0: Yeah, if it makes you feel any better, Seth was when I showed him the preview. Yeah, he was just like I, this. This would be a total guess if I was getting this question. And Seth is our, uh, you know, show historian That was a tough one, man. I remember
1: that match, but I cannot remember, uh, you know, that was one of those Survivor Series matches in a straight-up schmoz where I think everybody just got counted out of the ring. So tough to pick out, uh, you know, which one of those 1991 heels was in there. All right, uh, we're closing on two hours. Uh, Jordan kind of mentioned earlier it was a little bit of a rough week for him and his family. We're going to kick it over to him for the closing words for this week's podcast.
4: Um, so yeah, like like I said, my weekend didn't start off the best. Um, my stepsister had been fighting, uh, breast cancer for about five years and she actually passed away last Friday. Um, so just a really sad deal. Um, she was a month away from her 50th birthday. When things like this happens, uh, it just, it kind of puts things in perspective and it makes you realize that tomorrow's not promised live every day. Like it's your last. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it sucks that a tragedy has to do that to you, but it really is. I mean, that that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Just live every day like it's your last because you never know when it is.